Science fiction has been a staple of classic movies, from George Melies' A Trip to the Moon to George Lucas's Star Wars. In 1979, director Ridley Scott and Sigourney Weaver made audiences believe that in space, no one can hear you scream. This is Alien. Scream? I don't like the sound of that. Because uh, oh, literally well, seconds now I before, eating the chips again. That's fine. I'll let you have one. Cool. Um, yeah, literally seconds before we started the show, Beth got me with a sick burn um, that I like has like I've played a lot of Spider Man this weekend, and like I'm like one of those bad guys. I've just been like stunned, and I'm just like, uh, huh, huh. so uh, hi everybody. Welcome to I Think You'd Be Into It, the podcast about your probiotic faves. I'm your host, Brandon Beck. This is what happens when I don't cut off his bits. I know. It sucks, right? I, like, I really, need, I really need you here. I make direct eye contact, too. Yeah, like, un- like it, I, I, I love you, but you are also fucking terrifying sometimes. <laughs> Good, I work at that. Anyway, I'm your co-host, Beth Scorzato. <laughs> and joining uh, us this week. And joining us uh, this week is podcaster and uh, internet bon vivant. Uh, James Kisslingbury. That's Burry. that is absolutely what <laughs> it try, is. One try, another swing. Yeah. You know what? That was actually really good uh, for oh, for yeah. my last name. You you went you looked at it and you went. You know what? I'm just gonna move right through it. I like I like I am probably gonna <laughs> Adele Dazeem. Three more syllables, but <laughs> at this point in my life, I've just come to accept the fact that if it starts with a K, I'm just gonna nod and go yes. Yeah. Yes. If you start with a K and end with roughly a Y, yeah, it's it's somewhere yeah it's somewhere yeah. Northamptonshire is what it is. <laughs> Uh, I mean, at this point, I'll I'll take Brendan or Brunden or Brandan Branson Branson. I yeah. get Branson a lot. That's good. <laughs> Bransons are on their way up. You should like. I don't want to tell you your business, but you may want to hit your ride. You can't do that with Kisslingberry. No, nothing. no, no, no. Um, so thanks yeah. for thanks for coming and doing the show today. Well, thank you. Uh, so you host a couple podcasts I of your own. Tell us about those and. Uh, by proxy, the audience. Uh, well, folks, uh, so I got two podcasts. Uh, one, which is probably going to be directly related to what we're going to talk about uh, in this episode, which is a midnight movie podcast that is called A Quality Interruption, in which nice. we uh, talk about um, not necessarily good movies and not necessarily bad movies, just like the type of movie that is on at one in the morning and go, whoa, I've never seen this Sean Connery movie. And yeah. you go, that's Outland. And let me tell you about Outland. <laughs> it's dope. Like like the ones that look like they had a budget of about $2.5 million dollars and just floodlights. Yeah, but it's got heart. It, think, yeah, it's it's got heart, yeah. I think maybe that's what we're going, I think is our general aesthetic, because we'll do big budget movies. Um, I, I think we, we have done a couple of the Alien movies. Sorry, folks. Um, am I biting on myself right now? No. Anyway. <sighs> I know. Well, I'll leave. Yeah. I have done this before. You should. You well, should go. Okay, I'm just going <laughs> to. Um, no, and then the other podcast I do is a, I guess it's a news, it's a news discussion podcast in which we find uh, the dumbest news stories humanly possible um that aren't real news stories and uh and we talk about them. so it's it's called uh world's a mess which um is named after an x song and folks just word of advice if you ever name anything don't name it after a song yeah i could see that don't ever do that um that's but, probably why my podcast new york state of mind didn't yeah, get a lot of listens 
Well, at least it was about the song. Wait, I mean, you analyze like onion articles? No, okay, so sorry. That was a really bad <laughs> I was going to say, I'm really unclear on what's happening. I'm no, sorry. It, so it's, it's fake news. It, you're analyzing literal fake no, news. No, okay, so we, we are. It's dumb news. It's, okay. It's real stories that should not be real. Uh, so like a lot oh, of- Oh, so it's not. You said you said stories that aren't stories. And I was like, wait, what? Like they shouldn't be news. Is I think more than- Oh, sure. So like a lot, of okay. guy, a lot of guys in Florida- I was going to say, so you do a lot of Florida man. A lot of- I mean, we could- it, We would be stealing from basically um, a lot of- We'd taken a lot of food off a lot of people's plates if we just did Florida stories. Sure. Um, so we'll do that. It tends to be- Our wheelhouse does tend to be animals where they shouldn't be. Okay. Drugs and things that should not have drugs in them, like an okay. Elmo. Um, and an Elmo? Uh, an Elmo, uh, possibly a cookie monster. <laughs> sure. Um, a lot of things with drugs that shouldn't be in there, but uh, it tends to be very stupid, like, low-calorie news stories. And then every once in a while, it's just like, this fucking administration. <laughs> These fucking yahoos. Brett Kavanaugh fucking eats spaghetti uh... with ketchup. What? Yes, yes. See? This is the type of information people need to know. Like, I... I, I already detested him on principle, and the I'll per- be honest, with you, borderline. I was like, no, abortion. I don't know, yeah. women's rights, eh. but like ketchup, <laughs> sir. I mean, now, now it would go from like un like from okay, that makes sense to like unbelievable and weird if he liked it with that purple ketchup, you know, that Heinz used to make they for don't kids. Make that anymore. Yeah, but he works for the government. He could probably get some. They used to they used to make green too. <laughs> they did. God, what did those look like if you mixed them together? Not good that's brown. Just shit, yeah. I yeah. Think that's, can I cuss? Sorry. Oh, I'm assuming Lily. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you just had the flavor brown. You're the flavor brown, which I've, uh, I, I know because I did that. <laughs> that's definitely a thing you can buy in England, right? Like oh, Heinz Brown sauce. Heinz Brown. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it doesn't taste like just terribly colored ketchup. Um, but you have to go and be like, "Oi, you got in the old brown." And they'll be like, oh, right this way, sir. God, I am so sorry for anybody <laughs> from the UK that possibly listens to this that just heard that. Oh, I, I'm our only listener from the UK. I think it's pretty cool. I'm going to send this to some people I know now just to make you look bad. You should know that. Ray you, Winstone just listening to it. Oi, <laughs> shut it. None of you are, are on uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's new show. <laughs> what fuck? What is that thing called? Uh, this is America. This is America. Right. No, who no, is America? That's, what that's is America? the Donald Glover song. Some someone is America. What out, is America? Out there. This is not America. Where is America? Well, regardless of Why who, is America? regardless of who or what or where Sometimes or when America how is America. How, America is not good. <laughs> I can tell you that much right now. Um. So before we get started on our topic at hand, uh, we're gonna talk about what we're into this week. Don't worry, I'll go first. Aretha Franklin passed recently, which is very sad. Um, but in generally whenever, you know, whenever someone of note dies, um, it's really easy to fall down a YouTube hole of like their big stuff, but then can get into like weird little side things and following an Aretha Franklin YouTube hole, I fell into a Blues Brothers YouTube hole. What? (laughs) This is your launching point? Like Aretha Franklin legend. Oh man, there's deleted scenes. Yeah. Well, see what the thing I was getting. Uh, the, I mean, that's very his brand. I was laughing at. I was just laughing at the repeated use of the word "hole" because I'm a child. I mean, I get it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a it's a great word. Um, I wound up watching a bunch of clips from the Blues Brothers, and the thing I'm into this week is the terrible acting from all of the musicians in the Blues Brothers. Um, specifically, 
specifically in the Aretha Franklin scene, which is takes place in a diner that she runs with Maggie her Tom husband. Murphy is not a gifted, not a gifted actor. No, and like most of the musicians in that movie aren't great. A few of them are passable, but like Matt Murphy is so flat. Um, but it adds something really endearing to the whole movie that because like you very much get the sense, oh, these. These guys are not actors. Yeah. And then you get to see them do the thing that they're, they're incredibly good guys. at. Yeah. Um, like you feel bad for a second. They're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You're Aretha Franklin. What oh, are you yeah. doing here? Well, no, she's good. She's yeah. good. Her acting's really good. But she's also, she's also acting against like, a, a, you know, might as well just be a dummy at that point. Like it's his reactions are the most like flat thing in the world. But also all of his lines are about domestic abuse, which is like. Well, that was the time. Yeah. Different time. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Ray Charles is actually not half bad in that movie either. Where it really gets bad, though, is Blues Brothers 2000, which I also... When, why? Yeah, I'm we sorry. can't We can't get onto this right now because he has probably as many feelings as you're about to tell us about Alien about Blues Brothers 2000 for some reason. Yeah, I... I, I mean, it's a mystery. I get it. <laughs> yeah, th- there are... There are lots of, lots of issues with Blues Brothers 2000. Uh, <laughs> he can't help himself. I really... He can't fucking help himself. I... I mean, honestly, when am I ever going to get a chance to talk about my grand unified theory of Blues Brothers 2000? We, this is literally our podcast. We can talk about it on any episode you want. The BBCU. You know that I will, I will talk about Blues Brothers on an episode. It was one of my favorite movies. But. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Fine. I won't talk about the fact that the first movie is lightly magical realist, whereas the 2000 is straight up magic. That's going to make editing a pain in the ass later. Thank I you know. so much. That's why I did it. In the hopes that you would just cut it out. Fine. What are you into this week? I actually didn't have anything, but you talking about Blues Brothers reminded me that uh, Hanson. Do you remember that Hanson did that cover of the the Ray Charles song? Or yes. No? They, they did, but then they, they, they did a video that wasn't. It was like a similar like groove. I think it wasn't just the cover. It, no, yeah, it was. It wasn't a cover. It wasn't of a that cover song, of Shake but... Your Tail Feller, but it was the the scene was like that scene from Blues Brothers. Yeah, like it was. It was like shot. adult Hanson, like like oh, a few years man, ago. That great, good. I, I I'm all for this. I, I want to say it makes it better if it's young Hanson. No, it, it's it's like a few years ago Hanson. <sighs> awesome. I want to say Weird Al. And it was a pretty good song too. I want to say Weird Al is playing the Ray Charles part. Like I think he's sitting at the keyboard. Uh, in that remember. video, you gotta look it up it. now, though. You guys, get anyway, this, look it up. Doing. It was a pretty, it was, yeah, it's actually a banger, and it's a pretty good video. <laughs> yeah, Later Day Hanson actually fucking jams. James, what about you? Sorry, real quick is uh, I had a moment last night, which is uh, I was just on. I, I had a Tom Petty song stuck in my head, which is "Deliver Me." Uh, okay, and so I was like, "Wow, fuck! I gotta go listen to that song." Right, so I I went and listened to it, and then, and then it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like. Oh fuck! He's still dead. Oh no! I was like, oh no! Oh no! That's what like, happens. Shit! That's what happens every time I see a picture of Robin Williams. It's like, oh man, this sucks. But this song's so good. Yeah. I once watched Brandon discover live on stage that Tito Puente was dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was doing an improv set with my old team in New York, Van Halen, uh, and we I forget how it happened, but. Uh, Tito Puente got mentioned in a scene, and then one of the guys is like, "Wait, Tito Puente's dead." And I was like, "Wait, excuse me, what?" And it looked like it was part of the bit, but I was sitting in the background laughing my ass off because oh, I no. could tell that he was actually discovering this, and, and I, I'm a horrible wife. <laughs> and I made I made sure to make like direct eye contact with my scene partner and be like, "I am 
I am saying things in character right now, but I am legitimately upset that the master of the bongo drums has passed and I didn't realize. <laughs> Man. Anyway, what That's are you tough. into this week? Oh, geez. I don't know. Um, I'm just using the usual stuff, uh, yeah. which is Japanese hamster Instagram. Oh, hell yes. Uh, which, uh, folks, I, I don't know much about mental health, um, but just take time out of your day. Just go to Japanese hamster Instagram, any, any account, really. Um, or if you're feeling pretty good about it, Japanese hedgehog Instagram. Yes, that oh, one I'm familiar yeah. with. Yeah, there's a Zuki. There's a yes, lot of them. Yes, I was going to say, I oh, know yeah. a Zuki. I, I know a Zuki. A Zuki yeah. has a hat, and uh, it makes him look like El Topo. Aww, it makes him look yeah. like Alejandro Jodorowsky a la The Holy Mountain. It's just like, <laughs> you're a little hedgehog. Why are you dressed like that? It's Not very a, good. He doesn't have answers because he's a little... Squirrel. All them hoages. But then he's going to ramble at you for four hours. Look at all them hoages. And maybe bring you into a cult. He's probably less naked than Alejandro Jodorowsky. That's, that's probably true. <laughs> I don't know if we've pronounced his name two ways. This is the same two ways twice. I, I Ever in the history of this podcast. No. I'm glad I'm glad he comes up often enough. You'd be you'd be surprised that how you have a problem with that. Can we talk about that um the same guy? Oh, oh yeah, we talk about Yodorowsky's Dune. Yeah, we talk about Yodorowsky's Dune actually probably more than once. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so that has a direct connection with what we're going to talk about. Good, okay. Great. Let's oh, get it, into it. Oh, it does. Man. Yeah, let's get into it. So Alien Yes, Alien. Alien, uh, the the series. Um, folks, sit down. Get yourself um, sure. a, a beverage of some variety. Make nothing sh- too, nothing caffeinated, because you, you might have to get up to pee, and I'm not going to stop. Uh, make sure your, your chest burster is ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, or make sure your pacemaker's working, folks. you got to take care of yourself. If you're, if you're in your big yellow mech suit, just pull it off to the side of the road. Maybe just like take a nap if you need to. <laughs> That power loader fucking <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I was gonna say it has a name. It's not a mech suit. I know that. Uh, it, it looks mech suity. I guess. I mean, the for, uh, this will not shock any of our regular listeners. This is another movie Beth has not seen. But I did used to work in comics. So I've been to a lot of conventions. So most of what I know about Alien comes from conventions. That one scene in the great movie ride at MGM. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I don't even know about that. Oh, oh man, yeah. I'm discovering things. And um, what I read on Wikipedia once when I wanted to understand why I didn't get Prometheus. <laughs> That's okay. true. Oh, um, as it turns out, that might not be your fault. And yeah. as as the world's the, as the world's sole supporter of Prometheus. Well, here's the thing. That movie is great, but it's not good. That's... Well, I also watched it with my grandparents who also didn't know what was going on. They just wanted to see a movie and somehow that's the one we all went to see. Yeah, you know, Prometheus. <laughs> that was like when my dad, who could not have been less of like an art film guy, took me to see Adaptation. And he was just like, what? Like, I knew my son was weird, but like... Why would you do this why, to me? Yeah, why would you make me sit through two hours of metatextual commentary involving Susan fucking Orlean? And then I was like, Dad, you know who Susan Orlean is? And he's like, no, of course I don't. I would never uh, know who that is. What's wrong with you, son? There weren't, enough, there weren't, enough, there weren't enough big monkeys. That's there true. There weren't enough there, big monkeys in adaptation. There weren't it's enough, all about the big monkeys. There weren't enough big monkeys. There, there wasn't enough... Brandon's uh, afraid of the big monkeys. Oh, God. Yeah, on my 16th birthday... No, 15th birthday... Sorry, he insisted we'll on no, hey, hey, my 15th birthday he insisted on taking me and my brother to the movies and wouldn't tell us what we were going to see but I knew we were going to go see the remake of Mighty Joe Young which like I super duper didn't want to see but 15 year old me couldn't really like verbalize that I didn't want to see it because it looked bad <laughs> so my dad just thought I was scared 
and then called me a pussy on the whole drive home. Dads are great. Dads fucking rule. Dads are the best. Can't get enough of them. So, speaking of dads, uh, <laughs> Alien. So, uh, the ultimate parenthood nightmare. Um, oh, God, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, I guess we'll just... It's oh, yeah, the- and that one scene in Coupling. That's the other thing I know about it. Yeah, I mean, the, the Alien is, is like a lot of things. It's like a lot... I don't know, um... It's exactly the same as, like, Seventh Seal, which is you don't need to actually see Seventh... You should see Seventh Seal. Um, but you don't. You basically know all of the beats about Seventh Seal before you actually ever watch Seventh Seal. Like, most Ingmar Bergman jokes, I think most people just accidentally absorbed by being around. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I'd say maybe a hundred people have seen a Bergman movie at yeah. this point. It is 2018, for Christ's sake. Yes. But by the way, Seventh Seal, great. Also, it makes all the jokes in the Bill and Ted sequel even... Which, again, watch it, finally watching Seventh Seal is like, oh, Bill and Ted. Yep. Anyways, that... t- so talking about movies I was too young to actually watch, uh, Aliens um, used to be on, is, is was like the first time I saw any of these movies. Um, by then, I had probably seen uh, a lot of other um, James Cameron movies. Um, so I was like, folks, way too young to be watching these movies, but probably like six or seven? Damn. Uh, yeah, Terminator was like my favorite movie when I was five. <laughs> Never seen that, uh, I was like one of the movie super dope. You get to see your backyard. Oh, oh it's yeah. in the beginning of that film. Where? It, Griffith Observatory. Oh. The best use of Griffith Observatory, and I won't hear otherwise. <laughs> There's a bunch of punks hanging. Anyways, that, I'll, t- I'll come back for Terminator. <laughs> uh, so circle back around. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so I wasn't say I was like a fan, but definitely like oh, action movies. This is a thing. Sure. And Aliens was like in the school of Predator. In that it was always on TV, and if it was on TV on Saturday, like on KCAL or, or KTLA, excuse me, uh, is I would end up watching it. How how long is that movie with commercials? I feel like it's got to be like at least two and a half. So here's the trick: is I've never, I probably never actually sat down from beginning to end to watch that film when it was on TV. It would so always say, be like. I'm 40 sure there are parts edited too. True. Yeah. So so there's that, um, and don't get all the sweet cuss words. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But, like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm going to watch this until whatever scene. And so I end up watching the movie, like, three, four times, but in, like, bits of 45 minutes. Sure. And I think, like, the end of the movie, this is, like, the image I have in my mind, so I don't know if it's actually true, is, like, me in blankets, like, on the floor, like, watching Ripley blow up the hive at the end of Aliens. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And just going, like, man, this is fucking dope. It's super blue. And in the 80s, probably, you know, I subconsciously was thinking about, like, man. I hope they make more movies that are just super blue and have a lot of atmosphere. As it turns out, yes. Yes, James Cameron did. Add some orange in there and you got a Bruckheimer. Uh, that's later. That's later that's true. people are like, okay. All right, kids, let me tell you about film. You got blue, right? Okay, yeah. Well, I'm with you. You got worrying fans. Yes. And the light comes through the fans. We know this. Okay, what about orange? It's like, get out of here, Bruckheimer. You're a madman. Hey, but, but what if? Orange. I'll take... I'll take my money. I'll make my own movies. <laughs> I'll show you. But are there dinosaur bones? <laughs> oh yeah, that is the one thing we need to we need to cover. We need to address real real quick. Um, the most recent episode we did was about podcasts, and we talked a lot about a podcast called Super Ego. Yes. Um, yes. For years, they have been doing HR Giger <sighs> as a character. Okay. And. I think yes. it's absolutely brilliant. It's brilliant. No, here's here's why I hate it. It's because it's brilliant. Because basically. Matt Gorley is the only other person besides me who ever thought to go, you know, it was a really good impression. H.R. Giger. Yeah. Because nobody's, nobody's like, 
been this much of an asshole to go like, ah, uh, you know who's really be a real funny joke? The guy who does those weird paintings on your older brother's stoner roommate, like your stoner friend who's got a poster with like a baby and the gun. That's a good impression. Yeah, the, let's get the guy that made that weird phallic mic stand for corn. Yeah, you know that, the yeah. Yeah. That album but anyway, cover. so McOrley does an amazing H.R. Keeger impression, which also includes a very funny pronunciation of dinosaur bones. And um, uh, the director of the of the film Alien is Glibly Scouch. Yeah. It, which, speaking of, <laughs> Or Ridley yeah. Scouch. Yeah. It, which, it, that's another one that changes with, with every incarnation. Um, and it's fucking dead on. Like, yeah. that is exactly how H.R. Giger sounds. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's crazy. And so now it's just annoying. It's not like I'm, you know, out there doing stand-up or anything. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, if I do an H.R. Giger impression in public, it's like, oh, yeah, Matt Corley. It's like, no! No, I was in, no, I was in high school. Break off a piece of it for us. Yeah, so, hello, it is me, H.R. Giger. So, originally, Ridley Scott. That is, okay, I am stealing yeah, that one bit. Yeah. Ridley Scott, he comes to me, and I don't speak English good. He says to me, and I nod, and he wants to make Alien for liking Necronomicon. So we go to butcher shop and get so many bones to make Starman. I make film. And I come back for Alien 3 and Fight Club Man. He says to me, what if it had erotic kiss? Which is why this one kisses and has lips. And it's like, you go, oh, he's doing Matt Gorley. He's like, no. No, Matt Gorley is doing a perfect, a pitch-perfect H.R. Giger. Mr. Giger, I have to know, when you went to the meat store, yeah. how many bones did you get? You said you got, got a, a, quite a number of bones. Every bones. <laughs> well, I mean, like, figure. I'm going to need a figure of how many bones you have. Four hundreds <laughs> rib cage. <laughs> perfect. It's very good. Sometimes uh. I wake up screaming at night. From terrors. So would you say that H.R. Giger is like... H.R. Giger is somewhere between like like uh, Steve Carell's Gru and... A, a little bit. But he's real. Like, like that's the thing. Yeah. But, but real. He's yeah. like, I'm just into wearing leather in Geneva's. And you're like, why are you real? It's like, the hotter it know. is, the better. <sighs> Man, oh. Rips. So, uh, yeah, so like... Getting back... Well, believe me, we'll get around to oh, H.R. Yeah. I got things to say about H.R. Oh, Giger yeah. that I am sure. saving. Um, so, so like that was my kind of entry levels. The the movie Aliens. Just think it's like the movie everybody sees because it's like the explosion movie. Yeah. As opposed to like when you're ten and like, oh, can I get like some atmospheric like almost kitchen sink realism? I need a movie where some people chain smoke in space and complain about their shares. It's like, oh, I got a movie for you, kid. It's called Outland. Because uh, that that sounds that sounds <laughs> yeah. like everything I'd want in a movie. Yeah. Like when I went and saw the uh, remaster of two thousand one. I give half a shit about the parts with Hal and everything, but when it was just space travel Ugh. in slow motion, yeah. like following flight attendants for 10 minutes. Yeah, he texted me and he was yeah. like, you would hate this. Oh, <laughs> like here's this, I, um, I, so 2001 A Space Odyssey is like uh, kind of the um, imprint on what they were going for stylistically for sure. Alien. Like Ridley Scott went, all right, so I don't want, um, it's not going to be Star Trek, right? It's not going to be Star War, right? It's going to be, Okay, it's going to be look like 2001 A Space Odyssey. The film. Nothing here. And, uh, and like, so, and you look at it, and the thing that's really cool about Alien is, like, there there is this, um, which is what, like, really sold it for me, is, like, even now you still watch it. Like, Alien really does have this, like, specificity of tone. Yeah. That they, there is, like, a consummate, um, there's, a, there's like, a consummate uh, design 
and like a look to everything in it that just like permeates through all of it. And, and also part of that is just they have film grain on it, which I think makes every yeah. film 10% better. Yeah, that movie would look weird if it was in like pristine 4K. Yeah, and HD. it's Yeah, and it's with the with the genre with the genre that it is. It's like if you're watching a it's basically again the other like aesthetic choice that they made was like really Scott just wanted to make Chain, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which oh, you watch yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you go, oh yeah, no, okay, yeah, you made that, but there's like doors that go, <laughs> like that's the big. There's more pocket doors. That's the big difference. I mean, uh, there are a lot of pocket doors in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, just not as many as there are in Alien. No, and it's yeah, it's oh man, <clears throat> Texas Chainsaw's a fucking movie that, by the way, folks, really holds up. That, I've never seen it. It's uh, that like it's one of the few movies where I like actually walked out of. I saw um, I saw like the new Bever, Cine Family, uh, one of. I think the one, one of that got shut that down because anymore. Of, yeah, for for choices that the owner made. Uh, and move on. Moving on is like I was actually walking out of that. And I was like shaking. I was like, oh, what the holy shit! Yep. So like going back into Alien is like there's like a there's a visceralness to it, and uh, like William Gibson who who wrote Neuromancer is like the, the the Godfather of cyberpunk or whatever. He did. Um, he came up with virtual reality, I believe, is right. the term. Is what he's credited for. Uh, great, you know, great writer, and he did a really weird ad- like script of Alien Three, which is online. Which oh, I, I think l- I've heard about that. It's it's not bad. It's just it's weird. It's weird that it exists. Is is what it is. Huh. Um. So he he called the original Alien is like it's um got a kitchen sink funk to it. Like they they yeah. didn't they didn't sell it as a science fiction movie. It's a film that happens to take place in space. So it's. First and foremost, it's just a horror movie that takes place in, like, a real world. You know what I mean? It kind of reminds me of the scenes from the first Matrix when they're just, like, hanging out and, like, eating sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of just, like, oh, this is, like, a a very heightened sci-fi world, but this is just normal people hanging out in, like, the back of a shitty truck. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, the Matrix really... That's, like, a perfect example of, like, what art design does for a movie, because I don't think people... Like, Matrix is great, but, like, so much about that is the fact that you, you look at the Nebuchadnezzar and you look at the spaceship and you're like, yeah, that's real. Even yeah. though everything in that movie is completely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I, like, and also, folks, nobody gives a shit about the fact, like, well, actually, if you hook a human up, being up is a battery. It's like, yes, and robots don't exist. Shut up, nerd. Yeah, and, like, there's not a, a, a bear and a pig and a frog that, like, run around the country singing, but, like, I still buy it. Yeah, Congratulations, yeah. dumbass! You outsmarted yourself out of the Matrix. Yay! Fucking idiots. Which is about a bunch of gay club kids fighting the man. It's the best <laughs> That's movie. True. You're like, oh, it's literally just like we got a bunch of runaway kids in the 1990s rave culture. Yep. Uh, directed by two trans women. Yep. Written and directed by two trans women. You're like, oh, this isn't even subtext. This is literally what oh, the movie's yeah. about. Oh yeah, the Ma- the Matrix has been like a flower over the last 20 yeah. years. Like, there's just oh. so many levels to it that are like, huh? Well, all right then. So uh, yes, fucking Matrix is awesome. I and you know, I, hi, I'm a psychopath who likes the la- the next two movies. I think the best thing to come from the second two movies is there's a scene in Joe Para talks to you where him and his grandma are dressed up like the like albino twins for yeah. Halloween. Yeah, and I lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> the the bad things about that movie are iconic. That that is true. Like there is a lot of shit in the in the marketing for the second third one that are just like. It feels more iconic than some of the stuff in the first one does, but I think that that also might be like all the iconic shit from Back to the Future comes from the second one, and it's 
yeah, the huh. worst one by like a significant. Everybody mark. hated the third one. The third one is low. Many key people hate great. the third okay. one. Brandon likes it. The, 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 the third of, one. Speaking of third movies that everybody hates, third one's yeah. actually the second best. Yeah. Um, Anyways, but yes. So so is like the Finch, is the third one? Is that the Fincher? So one? so Alien. Uh, so th- there's a couple of interesting things. I have a grand unifying theory about Alien that I can get into in a moment. But uh, yeah, Alien, does it involve Matt Guitar Murphy? Sure. Yes. <laughs> y- yes, and. Uh, <laughs> If I dig hard enough, I can sure. I'm sure I'm I can sure, find yeah. a Blues Brothers connection. Um, I'm sure. So, like the first Alien movie, the first Alien movie is really Scott's second movie. Uh, Aliens is James Cameron's second. Actually, I think it's his third movie, but nobody counts Piranha Two. Um, right. Alien Three is David Fincher's first film. Uh, then Alien Resurrection isn't. That movie's insane. That movie's like legitimately bad, but there's so many insane things about it that it, it is eminently watchable. That's the the French guy that is John Joss Whedon's yes. script, right? And like, fucking Joss Whedon. Okay, fuck, I don't want to get into it. Joss Whedon's like, no, actually, uh, they didn't really direct it right. It's like, shut up. Oh, yeah, that's like, that's like quoted in the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia I read this morning. There's like a Joss Whedon quote about how like they did everything, they, they made every wrong choice they could with that script. Joss, just take your Buffy money and shut yeah. the fuck up, baby. Like, buddy, you, <sighs> we love you, you made Buffy. But you also made Ultron. You're not perfect. Yeah, exactly. It's like, come on. Like, shut up. Like, like you've, you've done a lot of good work, but you've also done two seasons of Dollhouse. You also didn't make Amelie. So anyways. Wait, what? Uh, he didn't make Amelie, which oh. Jean-Pierre Junet did. Oh, okay. Which is like after Alien Resurrection, he's like, uh, you know, I'm just going to go back to Paris. And make <laughs> I'm going a, to become Michel Gondry. It's the same film, basically. Uh, yeah, so like the, the thing about, yeah, the thing about Alien is, is it that is like a legitimately great film. And like the, the sort of fight between Alien and Aliens is like the same fight between Terminator and Terminator 2, which is just, like, dumb. Or Blues Brothers and Blues Brothers 2000. It's the same exact thing, really. I will fight you. It's the same thing. I mean, It really yeah. is. The, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, pa- Robert joke. Patrick. His character is a, he serves the exact same role as Erica Badu's character, Queen Mousset. I've said that for in Blues years. Brothers 2000. That's what I've always Thank believed. Thank you. Finally. I knew, mm-hmm. I knew we needed to get you on the show sooner than later. <laughs> Told you I didn't need to be here. Y'all got your own little party going here. Uh, but continue. Uh, yeah, so, like, uh, the first time I ever saw Alien is, is one of those things that also sticks with me. Like, I remember distinctly, we rented it, of course, VHS tape. Sure. Which is what you got. We watched it as a family, which I don't even know how that happened. Yeah. Just because, like, and I don't mean, like, we watched a weird movie. I mean, we watched anything as a family. Yeah. But now that I think about it, like, most of the Arnold Schwarzenegger films... Like Total Recall and shoot, uh, like Running Man and all these things. Like probably sure. watched with my dad on VHS. And in my mind, these are all. I know this is true of Alien. These are all in the summer in an air conditioned wooden house in Pasadena with an oscillating fan. And that's like the thing I'd remember. Just like, oh man, this is a good. Just in my underwear, like at ten, just being like, oh man, it's fucking hot. This is a good movie, I guess. But Jesus, that uh, that's like a fucking Paul Thomas Anderson movie right there. Yeah, basically. With a 10-year-old. Yeah. But yeah. also kind of maybe his life, too. He's in the valley, though. I mean, oh, that's in, true. We're, we're in the San Gabriel Valley. A little yeah. different. Could, could not be more different. You're could, right. Yeah, complete I, I apologize yeah. for the affront. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. You know what? You don't know me that well, so that's okay. I'll let yeah. it slide, but... Um, yeah, so like, you, you say that, but in a very LA-specific thing, if somebody who is from the San Gabriel Valley... You told them, oh, you're from the Valley. They will correct you. I will correct you. I will correct you, actually, yeah. Um, I am not from Hidden Hills, sir. (laughs) I did not fight and die to be confused with somebody from Tarzana. Thank you. (laughs) Might be good enough for John Connor. You fought and died for it. (laughs) Thank you. Anyways, so, like, I have these, like, very, very distinct memories about about these films, and it's always kind of stuck with me, and it's a nice thing about 
good films is that you when you go back and watch them, you know you're not crazy. Yeah. Because there's a good amount of like nostalgia films. You go and you like, I like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but again, you look go and you go watch Running Man. Running Man does not hold up. Running Man is a series of like double barreled one liners of just being like fucking like did you Arnold, did you stretch before you had to say these? Because th- <laughs> this is exhausting. Like they're they're not like they're not as good as you remember. Like Total Recall's fucking dope, but sure, uh, that movie holds up. I mean, but, I, I, there have been so many movies from my childhood that I adored. That the longer I've been away from them, the more terrified I am to go back. <laughs> the the big one being Spaceballs, which was like it's my okay. fave. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of about right. where I figured it would yeah. land. I mean, I don't know if any Mel Brooks movies are like that brilliant in hindsight. Well, I'm Blazing Saddles, and Blazing the Saddles, yeah. And History of the Universe. But he, okay, history of the world. Mel Brooks made after the 70s. Oh, I don't know. I, Mel Brooks but is I, a, will, I will die on the Blazing Saddles Hill. That, no, oh, that's no, true. yeah, that's... I, the one thing I'll say, that is the, like the one Mel Brooks movie where I go, okay, I get it. Like, yeah. Mel Brooks is definitely an artist that I don't like his movies because he's a bit too slapstick for my taste. But also I look at it and go, you're a guy who seems to really know what you're doing and I'm gl- and you don't seem like a piece of shit. Oh, totally. You, like, you don't seem like a monster like the Zuckers have turned out to be. Yeah, you, you seem like an actual, uh, may I say, you seem like a mensch. He he did a, uh, he was friends with our grad school professor who actually was one of the writers on Blazing Saddles. I'm talking, of course, about Richard Pryor's ghost. But um, <laughs> he, had, uh, he had Mel do a Skype with us one day and in the most like Mel fucking Brooks thing possible, all you could hear was the like echo from the Skype because he didn't have headphones. Uh. So we only had 20 minutes of it. And I'd say 16 of it was him going, I can't hear you. It's all it's very echoey. There's a loud turn echo. Turn down the radio. Turn oh, down your radio, um, Mr. Brooks. Turn on your radio. <laughs> I'll die on the Robin Hood Men in Tights Hill as well, by the way. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. That is a pretty good one, too. There's a bunch. I think it's like 20 years since that movie came out because I saw a bunch of stuff about it on Facebook recently. But that's, the Criterion came out, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's the that's uh, it might be. Yeah, maybe that's the thing that was on all the time when I was younger that I never saw in order. And like I saw all of it, but never all at once. Yeah, like, yeah. Always. It was always on. It was that and the Princess Bride. So it was just carry always all the time. <laughs> that that explains. Oh, a, I get that joke. That okay. explains a lot about your sexuality. I had that with Adam's family where I watched it again recently and I looked at Morticia Adams. I was like, oh, oh, that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, oh, that's what that is. Yep. Every time I go back to Maura Tierney on news radio, I'm like, oh, okay. That's why I like people that are a thousand times smarter than me. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and speaking. Yeah. So speaking of alien. uh, Yeah. So like I was always into those two and I just also I remember like alien three just being like a like a thing that was in the world. Like I just remember posters. And I remember that being huge. And I did not see that movie until, like, high school. Oh, wow. And also that I just remember everyone being like, fucking Alien 3. Oh, <laughs> Alien 3. Because, like, people sold Alien 3 like it was the other like the other joke you would just have, your go-to would just be Ishtar. A movie sure. nobody's seen and probably isn't that bad, but people are like, uh, uh, I can't believe how bad that movie is. And, like... I never heard of Ishtar until literally last night, and now it's come up twice in 24 hours. That's, that's what happens with Ishtar. That's, that's the, yeah, the, it's not Tracy Letts. Who's the, it's Tracy something from uh, um, Repo Man. Tracy Chapman. Tracy, yeah, it's like, just in the universe. That's just, you say, start thinking <laughs> shrimp plate? I'm going to get some shrimp. Um, so I, I saw, saw Alien Resurrection in the theater, and I, even at the time, being like, oh, you made some choices. There's some, there's some imagery there, and you made some choices. As like a 12-year-old, just being like, Man, her movie's not good. Was it, was, <laughs> that, was it the first time you remember being like disappointed no, by I, a movie? I, no, I, I don't. I can't name specifically like 
having a moment where like I'm really looking forward to a movie and then watching it and going, oh no. But I definitely like even being younger than than that, being like eight, just going like that didn't seem like a very good movie. Yeah. Like, what happened here? Like I I don't know why, but I saw the movie Hoodlum with my dad. Okay. <laughs> Again, when that in the theaters when that came out, which is like hi like nine year olds like how what do you feel about racial slurs nine year olds <laughs> I don't know what that is like well you're gonna have a a crash course real quick on this movie also to the work of Tim Roth I wound up seeing the Tim Burton Willy Wonka three times in the theater it's gonna get good it's gonna work this time it wasn't even it, the first time I was like because I, I was a pretty big Tim Burton fan in high school oh man I'm sorry uh you know I I, I missed that face I think I'm more just really like big fish yeah, because um, it's great. That's yeah, the, it's like, that's the good one. Yeah, yeah. that's the, that, yeah. Um, but I wound up seeing it three times. First, because I, I went by myself, and then just multiple other people were like, "Hey, let's go to the movies and see this thing." And I had a card to get in the movies for free, so I was like, "All right, I'll go see this again." Sleepy Hollow is pretty good. Yeah, Sleepy Hollow is not great, bad. but it's watchable because you're just going the whole time, going like, "Why? Why any of this?" Frankenweenie is a fucking bummer. And like, did he direct that or did he produce that? Um, because I think it's like Nightmare Before Christmas, which he gets the credit, but I don't think he actually. Oh yeah, you know what? You're right. I think I think it might. Well, no, I don't know. He might have done the short. He did the short, and I guess I think it's in college he did that. Yeah, I I don't remember. I I want to say Selick was involved to some degree, but I, either way, the it was still it like hurts. a I huge nerds. bummer. Yeah. <laughs> well, excuse me. I gotta no. get back in the. The, the earlier work. Well, I'm trying to make fun of myself, but it sounds I, like I'm making not, fun of you. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I am the nerd. You are correct. You are, that is, I am as I am as well. I yeah. just it was really more. Of we are all Brandon. the nerd. I We're just all never the know. worst. He truly, it truly was a revenge of the nerds. God, that movie <laughs> is problematic. That does not hold up. Mm, anyway, yeah. You, so you saw you were seeing Hoodlum in theaters, and that disappointed you, or yeah, no. I just, so I just remember, but like, or like, yeah. There's definitely like before. Luckily, I did not have to learn that about my favorite franchises. Um, but then, like, also just like growing up and loving the Alien movies, just knowing that like, a everybody hated them, and that even I knew like, eh, about half of them are we can miss. <laughs> um, it's like I, I come into like Fran, like people who are like, I'm a fan of whatever Star Wars, whatever. It's like, buddy, like. You're gonna get your heart broken. Like it's not yeah. a, it's not a relig- Like there's some crappy saints out there. I got some news yep. for you. Even if you're whatever ner- yeah. nerdery you're into, you don't have to. Just be into Saint Francis. Be into the good ones. Uh, so like, yeah, I feel like it definitely gave me a, like a sense of humor and just an awareness about the fact that it's like some of these movies aren't great, but I like them. Yeah, and I enjoy them. Yeah, and because and, like it, it, it doesn't have to be high art as long as it's entertaining. Yeah, you and. Know? and yeah, and, and definitely you get, like, that healthier, like, that lesson all 15-year-olds should learn. And apparently there's some fucking 45-year-olds out in the world <laughs> who still refuse to learn this lesson, which is, like, what you like doesn't have to be your personality. Yeah. Like, what you like doesn't have to define how you feel about Unless they're like, oh, so uh, my favorite movie's irreversible. You're like, we're not hanging out. Yeah. Like, okay, so, okay, it's not actually my favorite. It switches off with Clockwork Orange. It's like, okay, so I am need to leave now. In the yeah. summertime, it's Deliverance. That movie is not actually about that as much. It's oh, it's yeah, like fair. a road trip. Then like the half I watched that recently. Like the last half of that movie is people just going like, "Oh man, how are we gonna hide this body?" <laughs> and I'm just going like, "We'll just throw it in the river. It's the South. You just drive away, Bert." <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> then anybody fucking kills that guy with a bow and arrow, <clears throat> man. And the and the guy from RoboCop who's always a bad guy is like 
That's the fucking bad guy from RoboCop. Never actually seen RoboCop. Uh, okay. I know. Uh, RoboCop is also a movie that really, really holds up. He shoots that guy in the dick. And it's like, it's like seeing this, it's like seeing a sunrise for the first time every time that movie. It's like, is it gonna, is this gonna do it for me? Am I so cynical and so burnt out about media and consumption and just life? Am I gonna get really burnt out? You just turn on that scene. Where that fucking like 1980s like per- pitch perfect like central casting punk is holding a woman hostage and RoboCop is not having any of this business. Yep. And and RoboCop just shoots that guy straight on like very clearly like on the tip of the dick. <laughs> like demand like not just gonna get down the shaft. That's not a yeah like and just shoots that guy in the dick and you just go yeah no no you know what I you know what this rules yeah this 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 is the best. Uh, I think the last time I, I really had that happen in with a movie was. And I, maybe it's just because I re rewatched it last weekend. Is that opening scene of Guardians of the Galaxy two with uh, Baby Groot when he's dancing yeah, to Baby the uh, Electric Light Orchestra song? Everybody, get out of the way! I'm trying to look at Baby Groot. Why yeah. is why does why does the rest of this film exist? And it's just it's just so like, oh, every, every the world is okay if yeah. this exists in it. Yeah, I, I had that. Well, anyways, so like, but speaking of that, like, Alien is a movie that I can like revisit and rewatch. Every time, and like like good art, it I take different things away from it, um, and uh, like there's there's stuff in the original Alien that I watch, and it's still I know it's coming, I know exactly what it looks like. I've watched it dozens of times, and like there's I won't even it's not even ruin it, but like there's a the alien appears at some point, <gasps> and like it's just a quick shot, and I'm still like whoa, whoa. oh yeah, like there the creature design of the alien is so yeah so simple. But but so fucking striking. So so there's that, which is that Ridley Scott. I think even Ridley Scott, knowing that he makes a lot of bad movies, all of his movies still have like the same amount of, which is the crazy thing, have the same amount of like craft and love and attention to detail yeah. that his good movies have. And you can really you can see that pretty much in Alien, like going into like fucking like Gods and Men, and like I I love Kingdom of Heaven, but that's a movie with that is too long and just baffling in a lot of ways what was that javier bardem thing uh the counselor which right. again is a movie that was that was genetically designed to entertain me which is it's a <laughs> cormac mccarthy like drug cartel drama oh, with God, michael yeah. fassbender and and javier bardem and i'm watching this going like this sucks this is terrible <laughs> but like but there's there is i mean even hannibal hannibal's a bad movie but there there's a very there's a sense of design and like a lived-in world and again like really scott See, part of his design also just seems to be like, all right, this seems pretty good. Throw some more photo pictures in there. <laughs> like people don't live like this, really. Like I do. All right, Get, action. Uh, really, we're in the production office. It's fine. <laughs> just at this, like I'm gonna go make Alien Five. Uh, so but we'll call it something else. We'll call it Prometheus. Right, okay. Right. So, but the, like, and you have that in Alien, which is which is uh, his second movie. The first uh, movie he did is is called The Duelist, which is like fucking impossible to get now it drives me up the huh. goddamn wall it's like 50 bucks for a blu-ray it's, it's one of those movies the fact that anything is difficult to get these days <sighs> is absurd yeah yeah i've it's, been looking for a government mule album for three days that just doesn't seem to exist uh if you ever want to go crazy try to look for a pete seeger album oh shit yeah i could see that being uh, very complicated they, uh, they don't exist uh so anyways so like the, you have you have three main um uh, there's there's quite a bit more but you got three main designers of the original Alien series, and that really carries through, like, not only through the rest of the series, but just, like, in science fiction in general. Oh, totally. Um, and the same thing, like, with with uh, Ralph McQuarrie, who did... Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, among other people, but, like, sure. when you think of Star Wars paintings and, like, 
the look of Star Wars is, is Ralph McQuarrie. And um, and so you have it's kind of interesting with with uh, Alien because it's like this this triple barreled approach that should not fucking work at all, which is you have somebody who designed the spaceship. Uh, you have who does Trumbull, right? Uh, it is not Trumbull. Trumbull. Um, he was silent running. He was he directed silent running. Yeah. And there's uh, a lot of silent running in this film. I love those little robots. Um, they're really good robots. Th- that's the, the best part of Solo is when the robots from silent running rise up. Aww. and Have yeah. their little rebellion. Yeah. Bruce Dern in a Star War. Oh, uh, that would be so good. Just irascible Bruce Dern, just yelling at a chewy. I'd even take uh, '70s Bruce Dern, oh, like me. weird Neil Young looking '70s Bruce Dern. Okay, that's like if we want to Dreamcasts '1970s Bruce Dern in films, we can do that podcast separately because yeah. that's a three-hour conversation, <laughs> and I'll, uh, you can leave uh, at that point. Yeah, I'm that's, sorry, I won't force you to yeah, sit through that. Um, once we start talking about casting young Bruce Dern in a Neil Young biopic, like you can, you can be gone. I'll talk. I'll come back. I'll talk about Digstown as well. <laughs> uh, we'll do a whole episode on Human Highway. Um, He's great. So. Oh, everything okay? Is it Ron Cobb and Chris Foss? Yes. Uh, yeah. So you have those guys. Bannon, doing... Cobb, and Foss. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I believe uh, that's the same Bannon who who wrote this wrote the screenplay. Uh, Dan O'Bannon. Dan O'Bannon. Yeah. Who did uh, the screenplay for Total Recall among other things? Well, right. says he. Yeah, he brought in artists Ron Cobb and Chris Foss to work on designs for the human aspects, such as the spaceship and spacesuits. Yeah. So so that stuff's that stuff's awesome. And there's like a very there's like a really cool. Uh, what I like about Ridley Scott is like there's a function to everything, which is like what is what are these symbols on the door? It's like well, that represents um, that it's uh, and it's like well it's graded for this and there's a zero gravity and that's a, and there's like you can look at that and actually decipher what is going on. It's not sure. just but like we all love Star Trek, but Star Trek it's like so what's this light? Like I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking blinking light. Get the fuck it's a fucking action. What, what do these switches do? They flip. Yeah. Whereas like you get the sense of it, with a Ridley Scott picture. It, that this stuff means something that somebody thought this out and like there's a there's a specificity to it and i really like that and, and even though this is basically just a fucking haunted house movie yeah it's this movie should be what's the triumph of alien is that it should just be total total piece of shit it should be total track oh totally um but it, it's handled it's it's the same thing with like with star wars or john williams did with star wars and george lucas did with star wars which is like let's treat this as though it's serious Let's treat this like it's a real movie instead of, uh, you know, bloodsuckers in outer space. Sure. Um, and that really carries through. And so you, you have, yeah, Cobb and these other guys. And then you have, uh, and then also um, Mobius, who did uh, Hodorowsky's Dune, oh, right, yeah. did a bunch of designs. I don't think they, the, the only design they ended up using was the, the, um, the, the spacesuits. Oh. Which, as you look at it, looks like the most Mobius-ass Mobius shit in the world. Yeah. It's, it's great. That's, that's, that's a pretty fucking Mobius design. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of them. Um, really, Scott talking on uh, Metal Herlons. Uh, it's a comic book from the 1970s uh, on the, the the DVD extras. So and then the third one is is O'Bannon brought in H.R. Giger, which is like what an insane thing. Yeah. Like I found this gross art. We should put this guy in here. And really, Scott went all right, good. All right, we got fourteen dollars <laughs> to make this film. Let's uh, do it. He, it's okay. He gets paid in blood and oil. They get pay me in black licorice. <laughs> Uh, I think he did pretty well for himself. Oh, I'm actually. sure he like, did. I think H.R. Uh, Giger like just strangely well for like it's uh, a aborted penis. He's also one of like three production designers that people know of. Yeah, like him, uh, Ken Adam. Actually, no, it's just the two. Yeah. It's well, just the two. And really, Scott, or excuse me, H.R. Uh, Giger's like a guy you bring in. Uh, that was like a name I knew. As a kid, not knowing shit about sure. anything, as I would like HR, like I knew of HR Geeker. Because yeah. again, 
you go to like the you go to your rec, you know your used DVD store and there's like the fucking art prints of like oh that's weird next to the head you know the head shop the head yeah. shop part of your or like in store. a Spencer's or something yeah exactly exactly did you know there's a Spencer's at the Glendale Glendale Gallery is there they didn't used to be it's on the third floor that like is oh kind of hidden and you maybe won't know is there unless you know it's there. Now I gotta go explore the Glendale Galleria. There's a it's up where the second Panda Express is. No, I, I really don't. No. Um, so, so getting high and just wandering around the Glendale Galleria and listening to the band Mo for like an hour choice. No, That's that would because that w- you're a what are you a teenage girl? Teenage girls wouldn't listen to Mo. Doesn't matter. Cool ones. They wander, they wander around the mall for an hour for no reason. True. Getting me see me getting high and going to the Glendale Galleria would fuck me up super bad because I would just be like, where am I? Because thing everything they, they remodeled everything. That Mervin's is now like a Bloomingdale's. There's a VR zone. We've in only there been now. here four years. Yeah. So no, I, I have no idea. That was my go to mall of choice. So I would uh, just be like, oh my god, I died. <laughs> You gotta help me. Where's the games workshop? Hey, what that games workshop done that twenty years ago? Oh, it You're would be bad. For the games workshop, you came to the wrong place, son. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would be okay with getting beaten up about that. Uh, no, actually, speaking of uh, speaking of getting high, the first time I ever got high uh, was in high school, and like you know, we were just in somebody's folks' house, and like they're flipping through TV, and I was like. So I tell people, like, the first movie I ever watched high was Alien, and people are like, oh, that's fucked up. Like, wow. why would they do that to you? I was like, no, I wanted to watch Alien, because that movie's fucking awesome. And the whole time I'm just watching it going, like, see, you can see her run down the hallway, and she clearly runs into a PA holding a piece of <laughs> reflective board. There he is. Yep, thinking you missed it. Um, so you're the worst to watch things with high. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, like, get, getting on with, like, the rest of the series, I think, the, obviously, the m- first two movies are fucking awesome. That second movie just has, like, all these great characters. You just have, like, a lot of dumbass, like, the most masculine bullshit in the world, and it's just all so, it's awesome, but it's just so silly and funny. And that, like, Paul Reiser is there oh, the as, like, a yuppie 80s lawyer. Oh, yeah, it's the He's best. the yuppiest. And it's like the fucking best. Also, like, watching Diner and then going to Aliens, you're just like, man, what happened to you, bro? <laughs> Mickey Rourke was the crazy one, and now I want Mickey Rourke to hang out with him because he's clearly more reliable than you. <laughs> now, now is the, does the same thing that appealed to you about Alien... Is, the, is what appeals to you about Aliens something different, or is there a bit of an overlap? Because they're very different movies. Yeah, yeah, there's like an overlap, and to me it's like kind of what a, what a good sequel should be, which is like it takes sort of the core parts of what makes the, that movie cool. And I think it's why it works, is it's not trying to be, a you know, Alien 2, which is you can't make that. Because that's that's a fool's errand. What are you gonna do? Like, well, two we got aliens. Two a- yeah, exactly. We got two aliens now, huh? Like, you look at Iron Man two. It's just like, so the end of Iron Man was he fights uh, a robot. So we're we gonna do Iron Man two, and some idiot went Mickey Rourke. Forty robots. <laughs> and then the third one was like, well, what are you gonna do for the end of this movie? And somebody went, we should kill a bunch of disabled veterans. And everybody went, yes, that's the solution <laughs> for the end of this film. Kill those disabled veterans. And everybody and everybody just applauded. I really liked that one, but yeah, that's... It's a good movie, but also it's just like, can we all just pause and acknowledge what the ending of this movie is? Yeah, and that twist with the Mandarin. Oh, it's so good. It, that may be one of my things they ever did in Marvel. It's but excellent. when it happened, I had that thing of like, I'm not sure if this is brilliant or the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yes. And I don't know if I care. That too. Well, it's to, well to me, it's like the solution for the Mandarin, which is like, yo, what you're going to take... You're going to take, I'm sorry, a, a knockoff Fu Manchu, and you're going to do what with it? And Shane Black went, 
trust me. And everybody else went, uh, no, I'm not trusting you, Shane Black. <laughs> yeah, we have we have no publicly proven reason why we should do that at all. But also, fuck it. Yeah. I, if we lose money, we got a producer situation. So if we lose money on this, I'll, you know, actually. Um, so, but yeah, what's what's cool about that movie is it, is it moves it in a different direction. It's not trying to be the first movie. And um but it's still about like the same basic things. It also kind of moves the mythology up, and uh, like uh, really, Scott and H.R. Giger were upset with the fact that Stan Winston like made up stuff that like oh, it's not really what I had in mind. And H.R. Giger's like, "You didn't pay me. Um, you should do that." And eventually, I think eventually he did get a bump for that. Oh yeah, but, like the Queen Alien, he didn't design uh, the Warriors, he didn't design. Huh. But I think he had to like, I think he. I think there was some like legal finagling of going like, I, no, I will send dark wizards at you. <laughs> Just call them. We're lawyers, sir. It's like that fucking. Uh, oh god, what was the name of that that movie? Uh, it's about the guy that tried to make that Island of Doctor Moreau. Oh, movie. oh shit! That um, in like literally insane person. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't who. They, yeah, they're they're when they were making the '90s Island of Doctor Moreau movie, which wound up being directed by John Frankenheimer. Oh, I think God, that's such a bummer. It, that's such a massive it's bummer. It's so weird. But like the guy that direct was supposed to direct it, they fired him. But then he like just sort of like snuck back onto the set, like in a costume. It's called Lost Soul: Thank The Doomed you. Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Doctor Moreau. Yes, and it's it's not a good documentary. It's one of those ones where the information in it is phenomenal. Yeah, I feel but like the, a lot it's of... just talking heads. I feel like a lot of documentaries about that, it's usually more interesting. To, like, once you have heard the stories, it's like Werner Herzog going, all I see is doom, and Klaus is over there being sad. Nobody cares, Klaus. He tried to shoot a, a teamster the other night. I almost allowed it. I it couldn't stop him. It's the only way to get him back on screen. And, like, once you hear all the crazy Klaus Kinski stories, and then you watch... Uh, uh, it's not Hearts of Darkness. It's uh, uh, oh, um, Heart of Darkness. Yeah. Well, no, no. Uh, but th there's an equivalent to that for Fitzcarraldo. Yeah. Uh, yeah Burden I, of Dreams. Burden of Dreams. Yeah. yeah. Hearts of Darkness is the, is the apocalypse yeah. now. Yeah. But it's it's like that where it's like I already knew all this stuff. So it, it, it other than the fact you hear like um, uh, Francis Ford Coppola losing his mind like that, the audio really makes it. Oh just going, yeah. Like oh, that's great. Oh, uh, Hearts of Darkness is the best thing to come out of. Heart of Darkness or Apocalypse Now. I, lo or I, I love Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now is yeah. very good. Yeah. That movie fucked me up. And she and Beth was just like, eh. <laughs> well, I read Heart of Darkness in high school. He'd never read it. It took me like four times to finally get around to finishing that book. Uh, it's, it's kind it's of, of I had read it in high school, so like I knew it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> um, well, that, so that's also something I could, I, could t I could talk about all the weird shit around that for yeah. fucking ever. Oh, totally. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, like, Aliens is like this perfect you know, storm of like, of what you want. You get all the main stars back. You have like a, a new perspective and it doesn't trample on the old one. And like, there, there's a reason for it all to kind of happen. Wait, who are the main stars assigned from Sigourney Weaver? So the first one is, is, uh, it's Sigourney Weaver. It's, uh, Harry, my first Harry Dean Stanton experience. Okay, sure. Uh, Yafit Koto. Um, I, I always fuck Briefly up her name. John Hurt. <laughs> John Hurt. John Hurt my first John Hurt. Uh, Ian Holm. Okay. Uh, Veronica Cartwright. And then it's, um, and the cat. Uh, Jonesy the cat, and then uh, shit. Uh, I said yeah. I said Yafakoto. Then um, oh, I can Tom Skerritt. Okay, yeah. Um, who's it's great because like Tom Skerritt has like his 1970s divorced dad beard. Uh, like you see him like in Polaroids, like wearing a, wearing shorts, like with you as a baby. You're like, yeah, this smell makes sense. This adds up. 
there's a lot of facial hair in that movie that yeah. would not fly today. Um, so you have all those people, and Sigourney Weaver ends up becoming like the hero, and, and she, you know, obviously then escapes. And then the second one's like, you got to go back, Rambo. I mean, <laughs> I mean Rip, Rip, Ripley, which he was writing Rambo two at the same time, <laughs> which is great because he's just like, I, if you're paying me, I guess I'll write both. I switched two scenes from each one. See yeah. if you can guess. I mean, if you're gonna have an overlap, yes. That would be pretty good. Uh, so, and then the second one, you have, um, you know, you don't have a lot of, uh, obviously, she's the only one who reappears because everybody else got murdered. Uh, but you have, like, so many, like, great character actors, like, just great American character actors. And then you just have, like, very distinct personalities. Like, yeah. everybody in that is so memorable. You know, you got Drake, you got Vasquez, uh, you got Bishop, you got H- you got Hicks. Is that, is that uh, Pullman Paxton? Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, Bill, Bill Paxton. Okay. Hey, hey, man, like he's just the whiniest, bitchiest, tough guy. And it's so fucking good. Like, hey, I didn't sign up for this, man. It's like you're a fucking Marine. And the whole time she's like, oh, it's it's like it's like he's playing his character from Weird Science. If he was just a total hey, dickhead. All right. He's got like a he's got like a soul patch. He's the oh, fucking God, best. he does. Well, that and that's where Game Over Man comes Game from. O- yeah. Which is, I think, one of. One of the more iconic lines from sci-fi movies, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, like in Alien 3, if you got killed, the game over screen was him saying game over. Oh, that's like, awesome. This is good. That's fucking like, just dope. That, again, renting that, just going like, that doesn't, okay, fine. Good. That doesn't track, but sure. If you're going to, if you have the opportunity, it's oh, a missed yeah. opportunity. So, you, I mean, you got that, you got, you got, you know, like a Bishop, Burke, Newt, um, Apone. You have all these like distinct, also the fun thing about uh, the guy who plays Apone is he shows up basically as himself. Okay. In movies. Like, he's always playing. He's an ex-Marine, so it's like it's like Arlie Ermey, which is like, oh, well, sure. we're not going to cast you as the, you know, the camp counselor. We're going to cast you as, like, well, unless the joke is you're a Vietnam veteran camp counselor. Sure. It's like, that guy, those guys always show up as somebody screaming, you know, sock assholes and elbows. It's like, we need somebody to do that, and Arlie Ermey's out, so we get him. I My, my favorite part of Toy Story is when he says that Buzz Lightyear looks like he could suck a golf ball through a fire hose. Thank you. Thank you. Just. I went for it. I tried. Yeah. This is my life. You have to live with this. This is your decision. <laughs> yeah. I know. This is what I've chosen. I love you. Man. I just give his jokes exactly as much credit as they do. See, you're a guest here, so you feel like you need to laugh. You don't. <laughs> yeah. No, you, re- you really don't. It only hurts me in the long run. Yeah, you're right. I can't, I can't abide zone. by this. Oh, uh, yeah. Th- th- there's been a lot of dunk zone in this episode. <laughs> Welcome to the dunk zone. We missed the best one, though. You weren't recording yet. We did. That's true. And it's been so long that I don't even remember what the dunk was. Oh, don't worry. I did. It's in my Dunkopedia. Oh, cool. (laughs) So, like, Aliens is the movie, like, you would, would, for me, it's like you would go have a sleepover or whatever. And, like, we would watch Aliens because, like, we get cusses. We get explosions. We get the fucking, and then, like, the fucking Are there boobies? There is no boobies. There's no boobies. There are no boobies. I knew that. Uh. I, I didn't think there were boobies. No, but no. I, I think if there are, they're probably like. I did. I did read an interesting thing when I was trying to do research for this about that the original script was the the cast description was that the the crew was a unisex crew and that any of the characters could be cast. Yeah. By any gender, and then originally it was supposed to be a guy, and they had him cast, and then they saw that other studios were doing like a bunch of strong female character movies, so they switched it. And that's how they got Sigourney Weaver. And I think yeah, I think what Sigourney Weaver is like, I it's think not the it, first time that's happened with her either. Yeah, she's she's fucking so good. Yeah. Um, but like she was like a New York theater actor, and mm-hmm. like she was um, 
Like, this was her second movie. She was in Annie... Like, she was going to be in Annie Hall, and she yeah. has, like, a bit role in Annie Hall. We're just like, huh. is that fucking Sigourney Weaver? <laughs> and then you go, like, man, Woody Allen must be the size of, like, a like a, like a newt. Like, he's just a yeah. tiny, tiny... Like, could we... You could not put Woody Allen next to a taller... A person that makes him look smaller than Sigourney Weaver. And, like, him and him and Paul Simon together is... Or next to each other is pretty, like... Those are very small men. Those are slight men. But I mean, I, though I, I don't know if they're ever standing next to each other in that movie. They're definitely <laughs> sitting next to each other at one point. Oh man, it's a shame about Annie Hall that it's so good and we yeah. can't watch it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, unless it's on TV, in which case I'm illegally I can I'm allowed to watch it because he doesn't get money. That's true. Uh, That's true. It's the China Hole loophole. Uh, <laughs> Chinatown loophole. Um, how how crazy is Chinatown that you're like John Huston's in this and he's the least shitty dude. He's one of the least <laughs> less shitty dudes in this movie. And you know John Huston probably like. Had to leave town once because he killed a guy. Probably. I just hit him a little too hard. I just imagine that most like '80s actors and directors, like tough guys, or like that made movies like that, had probably killed or had someone killed. Yeah, like John Huston like killed a guy. He's like, I, I suppose I'll just get into directing. Yeah, I'll get back into film. The studio will cover. It. The studio will cover this. Uh, he's gr- great voice. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like long story short, eventually like the one of the formative moments of my child of high school is like me fucking finally buying the Alien Quadrilogy, which is the dumbest name for any box set in the history of time. So stupid. It's Greek and it's Latin, and nobody's ever used quadrilogy in the history of time. <laughs> it's called a quartet, or it's or it's just call it an anthology. This is just cut your. Or just box set. Or just yeah, the box set. It's all them all them Alien movies. I don't technically. I don't think it would be an anthology, because they're they're. They're stories in the same, like there's a sort of I, a through line. Here's my argument: it's better than quadrilogy. You're not wrong. You're so, not wrong. So the thing about this is, it was ten fucking discs. Oh shit! You're and right. It, it was a giant it? book, and it like unfolded, like you couldn't hold it in your arms, <laughs> like it was that. It With was, all the special features and everything. Uh, like, yeah, there's the movie and then there's the special features. And I watched every single one of the special features. I watched all every version of the movie because there's like two versions of every movie, basically. Oh, really? I knew there uh, were for the first two. So there's a there's the first movie and then there's the director's cut, which is really just like an alternate cut. It's not it's like they re-released the movie in like for, I think, the 25th anniversary or something. And really Scott went, all right, we've got a bunch of shit lying around. Just re-release it for Halloween. Sure. And it's like an interesting artifact. It's like Apocalypse Now Redux where it's like. This is not the good version of the movie, but it's interesting if you are really into this movie and you kind of want to see, like, what it could have been. Uh, then there's the, the original cut for the, the theatrical cut, which is, like, the real cut for Aliens. Sure. And, and the director's cut is just, like, 30 more minutes of, of, of stuff that. you don't need that, that's exploding, which sure. is cool if you want just more of that. It's not as good. Then there's uh, the theatrical cut of Alien 3. Uh, and then there is uh, the it's, I don't believe it's called the director's cut because David Fincher is an insane person. He's like I will never speak of any alien. He's the only person who has not appeared. Ugh. Also, but I believe Walter Hill and David Geiler are insane, even crazier assholes. Okay, and like he made Fight Club, so I'm gonna go with like look, we all love hard times, but Walter, come on, yeah. look, you made Driver, but also mm, <laughs> uh, you're Walter Hill. You know what you are. You know what this is. I, I don't think I know who Walter Hill is, but you, you were so – your convictions on him were so strong. Uh, Walter Hill is a producer and uh, writer and screen director who has basically worked for like 50 years. Like he's worked – he has an insane amount of movies. Damn. Not all of them are good, and you have probably accidentally watched oh, a wait, number of them. Oh, wait. Didn't he do Butch and Sundance? N- no. Or no. the follow-up to Butch and Sundance? Maybe. I Possibly. He did definitely did do a lot of westerns. I uh, think he gets mentioned in William Goldman's book. 
Probably. I think is how I know that um, name. So then, anyways, then like the, the, it's like a longer cut that explains a lot more of the film in Alien 3. Um, it's a lot more shit that just, like, you look at this movie go like, oh, man, somebody should have tried to make a movie. Yep. Somebody should have written a script and then produced it. And then somebody directed that film that they wrote. And, like... As as it was written. Yeah, like, mo- that movie... So, I finally watched Alien 3 in high school. Long story short. Okay. And I like it. It's it's not as terrible as people say. It is it is a super fucked up movie. And if you were definitely watching Coming Off of Aliens and how good that was, you're like, oh, awesome. The continuing story of, of Newt and Hicks and uh, and Ripley. And the movie's just like, nah, fuck that. And it's like, you watch it again. I watched it, like, fairly recently. I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of fucked up. That They're just like... Yeah, we killed them. They're dead. Oh, yeah, don't they, like, die off-screen? They die off-screen. Uh, and then, again, also the fun thing about that is they tried to put them their images in the movie without paying uh, Michael Bean or, or uh, I want to say it's Ra- Rachel Hen. Okay. Who, who, who one credit is Newt, Good, which, hey, it, you got in, you yeah. got out. Um, and, and Michael Bean was like, wait, no, what are you doing? <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. And, like, so. That was, like, when they, uh, they regenerated from the sixth Doctor to the seventh doctor and they fired number six in between seasons. And so he was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to come back to be regenerated. Fuck that. So basically what they did is they just had him, they had the next doctor in that guy's outfit with a, with a curly blonde wig lying on the floor. Like the, like the TARDIS had already been like hit by something and he was already knocked out. And then they just basically just had him lie there and changed his clothes. It's, Good. That's awesome. They're just like, oh, these are getting a bit stuffy. I'm gonna put on a weirder scarf. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling right now. Here's my grand unified theory, and this is why I can like put up with with uh, the most of the bad movies. Uh, Alien is is fundamentally just bad genre films. Sure, but they're they're supposedly treated well. So like the first one is a haunted house movie that has they they with an A plus production design. Uh, John, you know, great John Golden score. Uh, who also there's a guy who like did everything. Like you'll 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 hear the John Goldman like he, there's a sting he always uses and then oh, yeah. you will I, I think he did clear and present danger and I kept on fucking there it's the exact same like that's not a sting it's his little musical signature yeah there's a signature that he uses and to me it's alien but then I watch Harrison Ford like fight Irish terrorists or whichever one that whichever one he did and I'm just going like so an alien's gonna appear right like <laughs> so like you keep doing the score and then like. Oh, we got these boyo and like fucking throws a face hugger through a window to co kill the queen or whatever. It's like I, I forget I forget what it was. I heard recently in the score of something, the Back to the Future. And yeah. it's just like, oh, it's Back to the Future. Oh. No, like you know this as a as a per, as a human being as an yeah. animal of higher learning. You're like, I understand what this is, and then you're just like, oh, this is the thing I like. Oh, I bet Marty's gonna appear, and then you're disappointed because because we're. Just, liz- we're yeah. just lizards with, with thumbs. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, uh. So, yeah. So, uh, Aliens is just like, a, it's just like a, a war movie. It's like you go watch a Sam Fuller movie and you put Aliens in it. It's like, that is exactly what... Like, steel, it's, you know, Steel Helmet with yeah. a fucking alien. Um, shit, it's even got a kid in it. Man, Steel Helmet's awesome. You know that what else has rocks. a kid in it? What's that? Blues Brothers 2000. Shut up. And Joe and Joe Morton going undergoing a magic transformation. Man, I love Joe Morton. That's like the one of the few times I've actually been starstruck. Where I was just like, oh, Joe Morton. I was like, <laughs> when, when, oh. when did you see Joe Morton? Uh, so I used to work down at the Lassens down the street here. Okay. Uh, and so celebrities would come in all the time. You I'm, probably I'm sold me a chicken spot. salad sandwich at some point. No, they're, they're t- uh, yeah, you're probably right. I thought you were just saying like in the future. I was like, no, don't oh, do that. Yeah, no. Uh, we got problems with that company. 
So uh, then the third movie is just a prison f- film, which again, that's Sam Fuller. Uh, it's just, so it's just a, a, a trash movie. And people were expecting Aliens 2, and it, what it turns out to be is something completely different. And then also what you get is not great, because uh, they made some... That movie seems like it just wants to be a dick. It's like definitely a 27-year-old going like, oh, you think you know Alien, huh? Well, guess what? Fuck you. And you're just like, you're, why is this? Uh, this is an upsetting autopsy scene. Why is this here? Here's here's why it's here, because the studios are under the control of SJW cucks. Oh, it, it's a little too early for that. Yeah. David Fincher was a visionary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, and that's he was like, the harassment visionary. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's like you can just make movies without yelling at people. Yeah. Also, you can make movies and just get one take. You don't need 400. That's true. And and you can also make movies that maybe won't lead to an entire generation of aggressive dudes learning the wrong lesson about them. Yeah. I mean, I the more I think about art, the more I just think of like, oh, oh man, that's got to suck for the person who made this. And just be like, no, apt people's about how Nazis are bad. Stop <laughs> dressing like Nazis, you idiots. I don't know why I chose Apt Pupil. Nobody's watched Apt Pupil. I, I, I like Apt Pupil as a reference, though. Oh, the best work of Ian McClellan. <laughs> uh, I, Ian who? Yeah. Is, is Ian who? It's McClellan, right? No. McClellan. No, not McClellan. at all. Oh, whatever. It's Ma- fine. McClellan was my 10th grade English teacher. He's good, too. She's good? She's good. They're good. Uh, so... Alien 3 is, like, a dumb, bad movie, but it's also, it's a really interesting movie. You got, like, a lot of characters. Uh, you also got, like, not Hugh Dancy. It's, uh, you have... Mr. Darcy. You, yeah, you ha- no. You have, <laughs> gra- you have Grandpa uh, Lannister. Okay, oh, really? Playing, an, like, a nice guy. Like, he's still, like, I'm just really bitter about life, but he's, like, a kind of a heroic figure in the movie. Huh. Uh, you got a bunch of other character actors. Also, the the fucking that movie makes so many like insane decisions. Charles Dance. Thank you, Charles Dance. Yeah. Um, See, whenever we're on this show yeah. doing this podcast, people are always like, "Oh, I don't remember," and I'm always like, "Guys, we literally have mini computers in our hands." Oh, what, oh, what's his face? Oh, what's his nose? So, yeah. like, the other nightmare about th- that movie is like they're all almost all white dudes. They're all bald, which is the one thing about that movie where you like look at you look at Sigourney Weaver with a shaved head and you pause and you go, I bet that's a good movie. Even though knowing it's a terrible movie, <laughs> like that it's such a striking image of just like Sigourney Weaver, just looking fucking bad as hell. It's the same with Demi Moore and the GI Jane. Yeah. Cover of like, Oh, that Demi Moore, with the shaved head. That's going to be fucking awesome. She's going to be a shit kicker. This is going to be great. And it's like, and it's oh, okay. No, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's a fine movie. It's fine. You it's, can see it's v- super 1997, uh, super really Scott, 1997. You get to see, and, but you also, you get like mainstream Viggo Mortensen work and he's oh. great. You know, yeah. I think he has a mustache. Oh, well, then all the better. Yeah, so I'm sold. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, Vigo, we're thinking abusive dad for this one. Can you do it? Like, all right, done. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, Alien 3 is just like, it's there's so much cool stuff in this movie for, and you just knowing, like, again, it, it is like Hearts of Darkness and, and uh, well, the book is uh, Lost Souls or whatever else. Um, is that you're watching this movie going like knowing how fucked up it is. And it's just amazing that this movie happened. Yeah. Like the initially uh, it's the guy who, Oh God, I can't even, he's an Australian director and I cannot remember his name. Paul but, Hogan. Yes. If Paul Hogan was going to do it, that's not an uh, alien. This is an alien. Man, I, we're doing. This is the accent show. I'm trying not to do an Australian. Your accents accent. are good, though. Yeah, Thank you. Brandon's Mine accents are, are all terrible. You know what? Minor trash. Again, you, 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 It's when the heart is oh, where yeah. the accents come from. Uh, you, you know. 
Not the mouth, the heart. No. Uh, so, like, and it was going to be about a wooden planet that was inhabited by monks, and so it was supposed to look like a medieval world that's inhabited, yes, inhabited by Luddites, and she crash lands on this, and the alien gets out. That sounds fucking dope as hell. Yes, and also, guys, what? Do you, what? Like, you look at any of this, and you're like, That's just a werewolf movie. Yeah, and that's people, a, that's a medieval werewolf movie. And it's people, a lot of people going, "Oh, the demon!" It's like yeah. I don't need to see any more movies where somebody like sees a horse or whatever, and they go, "Oh, a demon!" So, so like, they it's were, a horse. What are so, you talking about? So they were basically just gonna be doing the alien equivalent of Army of Darkness. Yeah, just yeah. just completely transplanting characters and scenarios into a different genre. The, the one thing about it is it had it was going to have the one cool thing from the Lost World, which is a no movie. There's a movie that doesn't hold up. Is it was going to have the aliens going through a cornfield? Oh shit! And so you would see the corn like rippling down as the alien trod through it. Ooh, oh, oh, that okay. would have been that would have been cool. I I, I love yeah. I love that kind of thing. Yeah, like I. Did you see Jurassic World 2? No, I, I have no desire to watch any of those movies. The, the, I actually enjoyed this second one more than the first one, I think. Is it because you go into it knowing it's going to be bad and you, you are like prepared that it's going to be like... It's going to be dinosaur explosion o'clock. Yeah. And it's going to be silly. Well, I mean, the first one has a Jimmy Buffett cameo, which like... Done. Sold. Made my it's fucking very world. good, actually. And actually, the, the, the scene... So in Jurassic World, there's like basically a city walk, which has the Margaritaville. The second one, when they go back to the island after it's been trashed, the first thing they cut to in the like destroyed city walk is the Margaritaville logo. And I was like, I'm on board. Um, Sold. But the, the, the first half of it is just another Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. Like it's Lost World. It's Jurassic Park 3. But then the second half, it becomes this weird haunted house movie. In this, like, yeah, I, billionaire's mansion <laughs> with a genetically engineered T-Rex. At one point... You're saying this, and it makes me sound, think that it's a movie I want to watch, and I know, I'm i old enough to know better at this yeah, point. I, I know, like, no, I'm not going to do this. If could, I want to watch a bad... If I'm going to take a risk, like, watching a high, a baffling, high-budget science fiction fantasy film, I'm going to watch Tarzan again. Which, by the way, is shockingly good. Which which Tarzan? the one with uh the one with Skarsgård and oh, Margot Robbie? Oh, I actually right. heard that was okay. It's actually like it, okay. Here's a movie that shouldn't exist. Is somebody went okay? Here's my pitch for a Tarzan movie because we gotta hold on to this license and we gotta make it or so somebody will sneak thief us a Tarzan movie and we can't <laughs> sure. let that happen. So somebody went okay. Uh, the Harry Potter director went okay. Here's my pitch for Tarzan. <clears throat> King Leopold's ghosts but an action movie. And somebody said yes and gave him $100 million and it ended up being really, really good. That is bonkers. And it involves uh, it involves Samuel L. Jackson playing a man named uh, George Washington. I believe it's George Washington Jones. Uh, I'm forgetting his last name. Who was a real person. Okay. Who was a real missionary in the Congo and helped, like, again, it, again, this is all based off of King Leopold's ghost and I read it, like, a few months after and I was just going okay. through going, like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> Like what the fuck is this? Like you didn't make up like the real the villain in the movie is a real person. That's insane. Okay, again uh, we could talk about uh, the heart of darkness sure. connection, but it again somebody took a risk, which is what I like about um, even Alien Three, which is that somebody took a risk making a movie that was, and it doesn't work at all. But there's something cool about that. Oh, totally. Um, in in any situation, I would rather someone really just go for it yeah. and As maybe to, like, not quite make it. Like Paul Thomas Anderson, I feel like every one of his movies, 
it feels he's like... making a movie for himself. Yeah, and so and it's great when you're like, oh, I can hang out with Paul Thomas Anderson in Oil Country, and then sometimes it's like, I love, I want to like this dress movie more than I do. But also, I'm it's glad really you boring. Ma- I'm glad you made. There's. I'm glad you made it. Oh, actually, I, I like Phantom Thread more than I like uh, the Master's Unwatchable for me. That's fair. It's well made, and I understand it. But I'm just like, why? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Sorry. It's gorgeous, but it's a. Yeah. It's a little. I can't do it. It's a little much. That that so, ending of Phantom Thread is a is a weird turn. Yeah. Talk, yeah. talk to me about our more recent canon here. Cause, so, Because okay. you said it may not be my fault that I don't get it. No, I'm sorry. It no, gets, so, gets kind of buck wild. Um, anyways, just real quick. Alien yeah. Resurrection is, is a, it's a, it's a. That's the fourth one, right? That's yeah. the fourth one. I think that is, that is a. the weird one where she's pregnant? Uh, no. So the third one is, is she finds out she has the que- uh, queen alien in her. Yeah. Which then you get into like weird. Like, no, but pre- I thought in Resurrection, all the clones of her still have the queen in her. Okay. So yeah, that is the <laughs> thing about that is like, there is some imagery in that movie that I think is like some of the coolest shit in the world. And it's in like this really weird movie that, that doesn't, it's like somebody just made a science fiction action movie and they put alien in it. Ah, so it's like it doesn't feel like an alien movie. It feels like this halfway between about a John Pierre Junet film, and 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 like a Joss Whedon written action movie and an alien film. And it's none of these things. It's just like this weird hybrid that is very watchable. Um, and you also you have some set design. I, I believe costume design from the director of the Catwoman film. Whoa, right. uh, off So you get to see him on the making of. We're just like, your name is. Wait a minute. Wait, what? Wait, I'm sorry. P- who works on this movie? Pitoff. This is an alien film. We had to have a yeah. weird guy. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, H.R. Uh, Giger said no. I well, I am working on Species too. But here, take my intern. Yeah. Here, take my wife, please. <laughs> she is Bones, starring Cameron Esposito and her other wife. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um. So. Uh, so yeah, it's just this weird hybrid. But like, there's the alien. There's like the scene where she finds out like all these failed like aborted clones, and she's like, "Oh, this is fucked up. Like, this is like way cooler than the rest of this movie." And you get that un- the sequence uh, where they're like, with they're uh, they're underwater and the aliens are chasing them. Oh shit! Uh, you also get, of course, um, uh, oh, why can't I think of his name? Beauty and the Beast. Ron Perlman. Oh wow! You get Ron Perlman, so that's great. Uh, and of course, you have. Um, I'm really interested that Beauty and the Beast is where you went to for Ron Perlman. It's just, it's where <laughs> yeah. my head helped. It's just, you know, I, I'm thinking, I got Lim to Hamilton on the mind. Uh, and then, and then of course you have, uh, I guess I'm blanking on her name. Oh, thank you. God. I know it's obvious. It's like, what's your mom's name? I don't know. <laughs> my mom's name is Winona Ryder also. It's very confusing. That's, I have some questions, but we can, we can discuss it. After uh, but no, you got, yeah, you got Winona Ryder who's like, really neat in that movie and what her character is is really neat but also it's just it's it's just uh, you got john uh, uh dan hedaya is in that movie okay and like he's very clearly been cast by a frenchman who doesn't understand that if you put dan hedaya in a movie you're gonna laugh dan hedaya <laughs> post uh post blood simple is an inherently funny person it's just folks uh, for those who don't know dan hedaya imagine every screaming put upon chief in a movie Oh, sure. It's just Dan Hedaya with too much eyebrows going, <laughs> and he's doing that yeah, as, as the general. And you're just going like, well, like, do you know this is a comedy? Do you know you made a comedy? <laughs> That's like uh, all of the takes with uh, George C. Scott in Dr. Strangelove, where <sighs> Kubrick was like, just give me a, we're not rolling, give me a big one. And then he was like, yeah, all right. And then uh, it led to some amazing shit, like when he falls over and barrel rolls and just hops back up. Uh, he's, he's the best part of that movie. Uh, e- yeah, even including Peter Sellers. Uh, Sterling Hayden. 
Ooh, yeah, you gotta make, you gotta make choice. Mm. You gotta make tough choices here on who on your drunk uh, alcoholic dad on all the drunk alcoholic dads that are in this film. I'm gonna go with Sterling Hayden. I mean, he's the ultimate alcoholic dad. He stole his kids on a boat. That's true. I, I mean, of he of, boat napped his kids. That's true. I think I gotta give it to the prevert guy. That tell that call, just calls Peter Sellers a prevert. He and then just makes him he shoot. loves that. He thinks it's hysterical. I, yeah, every I don't know. I, I think it's very. I think it's very funny. But it's his favorite person in the movie, <laughs> and I don't understand. It's not that good a joke. But re- real answer is probably uh, the Peter Sellers like, eh, very nebbishy guy. Yeah. Uh, yes, quite. Um, rather, don't you think that we? Yeah, should... what you were doing yeah. was just the same way you do Tim Curry. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Again, if you put Tim Curry like as the general, you go. That's like, I'll sc- watch it, but... Uh, yeah, it means something. Yeah. Um, so, just as far as the... So, we get the... Long story short, getting the new canon of, of Alien. Uh, Prometheus was definitely, like... I feel like I pr- had proper expectations, because, like, the fucking awesome trailer. Uh, and Ridley Scott's back. Ridley Scott is back and telling a story that nobody wants. <laughs> that nobody wants. And me, as, like, an Alien fan, like, the space jockey is, like, one of the great cool things in that first movie, which is just, like, who the fuck is this guy? And they're, like, well, I don't know. In this fucked up croissant ship. I made I, it like a croissant because that was what I was eating for uh, morning. We already established that he's not a... I met him at the sack store. I met I met him at... Yeah. I, yeah, at I had no expectations because I knew nothing yeah. about Alien. Um, but there was I was just watching it so much and I was like, I don't totally understand what's happening. Except at the end, I believe... I called you at the end. You were just like, I would just watch the adventures, the further space adventures of Lady Scientist and Robot Head. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I think I think Numi Rapace went, ah. I think she just went, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to go back with my stuntman husband to Sweden. <laughs> and I'm yeah. just going to, we're just going to count our um, girl dragon tattoo dollars. Oh, yeah. The, the first 15 minutes of Prometheus, when it's just Fassbender, like, puttering around on the ship. Uh. If that was if it was that for three hours, that would be my favorite movie of all time. Like yeah. it, no plot, just him going through a day in the space station in real time. Hell yes. What's yeah. Wrong with you? So lots so, of things. I feel like that movie, like the people who hated that movie, as opposed to just being sort of chagrined by it. <laughs> just like, I don't know what I'm yeah. watching, is, but is, sure. Is that people wanted another Alien? They wanted Alien Two, and what Ridley Scott made is first off not a great film but it what he made is basically a high budget remake of planet of the vampires but everything was blue again yeah and we but we more importantly i'm thinking blue for this film right okay and there's that one guy that looks like vivian from the young ones that's like all i remember about prometheus yes and (laughs) i don't know which one that is does it matter he's the one that gets eaten by like the snake guy oh the fucking snake is so the hammer peed you mean, yeah. Oh, you mean the hammer pee? Oh, I just, <laughs> you're, you're right. I'm so sorry. You're discussing the hammer pee. You're right. I'm sorry. That's my mistake. I meant the hammer pee. Yeah. Uh, but you, the, the movie. Beth, has a, you know, I was talking about the hammer pee, right? I'm aware. Okay. Cool. Uh, I have like good four or five alien art books. I have it for Alien Isolation. I have it for Alien. Uh, I have like a Marines like uh, like a manual like you uh, the, okay. the Colonial Marines manual that was out of print for a real long time. So I'm glad I finally found a copy. Uh, I have the Prometheus art book. I have the Alien Covenant art book, and uh, I feel like there's probably, and I definitely have one that is like there's like eight art making of books for Alien. I'm slowly yeah. collecting nice. all of those. Yeah, I, I then I did hear I didn't go see Alien Covenant because I was like, well, I didn't get the last one, uh, but I heard mixed things about that one from people who did see it. Yeah, so we'll get to that in yeah. a sec. I, uh, I love the idea of an Alien movie that Kenny Powers is in. Yes, 
he yeah okay so we'll get in yes you're, abs- you're fucking absolutely right he's like well let me finish my talk about prometheus so prometheus has a great fucking cast uh, i think everybody is is doing a very good job with the material they're given but also i have to qualify it with the material they're given yep. which is that it, it it definitely feels like ridley scott for a man who pays attention to detail does not necessarily care about scripts or storytelling in the way that people perhaps <laughs> which is like me being polite like, sometimes he ends up with a really good screenplay, and sometimes he ends up with Prometheus, which is, like, I don't think that terrible, but there's things in that where somebody just has to say one line. Like, there's a movie where somebody goes, I'm not here to make friends, and you're just like, fucking what? In 2000, in the year of our Lord, 2012, somebody went, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to get paid. And so like, Was it Idris Elba? No, Idris, no. Uh, Idris Elba is also great, but also... There's wildly miscast. He's great, but also wildly miscast in like a weird part. I love that he's that he's basically just washed from Firefly. Like, what accent do you want to do? It's like I'm thinking, um, Idris Elba is all I'm thinking of doing. Sell them, and the the guy goes, I can't tell the difference. All right, roll it. Yeah, that's fine by me. Yeah, it's like if you cast Diego Luna in your thing, you're just gonna get Diego Luna. I mean, yeah, you don't look. You cast the Diego Luna, you don't get the Diego Luna business. We're gonna fucking come on. So you have yeah, a lot of people doing baffling accents. Uh, and then you have, you have like a, just like a really shoehorned, like this film is about faith. And it's like, yeah, we know. It's like, if somebody went an alien, it's going to be like, oh man, isn't sex kind of weird when you think about it? <laughs> sex wise? It's like, yeah, yeah, man. Like every time. I think you just summed up HR Giger's career in like a, a two sentence exchange. Well, that's, I mean. Oh, God, well, the, the sex thing that's going back to what you know, how I said the only other thing I knew about Alien was from coupling. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, it's but a I can British, probably. Yeah, I know of coupling. It's a, it's a, it was a British, they, they did an American one. Don't watch it. Um, no, I, that's what the, I know. In, that's in what the I know. Last season, in the last season of the British one, um, there's this whole like B plot in, in an episode where they mix up the guy who is. The comic, like the new comic, the new character, he like runs a comic book shop. They somehow accidentally think that he's someone's gynecologist. So okay. they start, and one of the women is pregnant and they just start talking about birth being like the John, like John Hurt um, and the John Hurt scene. And they like ask him uh. about it. And he thinks that they know he's a comic book guy and they think he's a gynecologist. And then it's just like three guys in a bar yelling about John Hurt and like going around with their arms, like going like, ah! John fucking Hurt, <laughs> yeah. right? Shit. He was so good in that Doctor Who special. Uh, that's like the so only good. time I've actually been tempted to get into Doctor Who. I was like, oh, they put John Hurt in there? And I pause and go, yeah. never, never. Yeah, I I can't in good conscience. I love Doctor Who, but I can't in good conscience yeah. recommend it to someone else for no. a, a bevy of reasons. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing with like me. Uh, so again, there are two Alien movies that are very much worth watching, but like Alien 3, 4, 5, Sometimes a bit of an ask. It's a, if I oh, have, yeah. I'm at a point in my life where it's like if I have to fucking qualify. Like okay, so what you need to keep in mind is uh, the early works of uh, Ed Wood. So you consider that sort of aesthetic, and it's just like I okay, I don't care. Is it a good movie or bad? You don't have to do that with Gladiator, which is like okay, let me explain to you the history of the Roman Empire. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, with with a bunch of research and explanation, this movie is mildly interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think with like at least with Alien Three, as you watch and, you, and Alien Four actually, is you do watch and you go what the fuck is this this is insane whereas like prometheus is just kind of like it's a it's a b movie with an a movie budget yeah and the alien original alien is the opposite it's it's a it's a a movie with a b movie and that like the fact that they have to struggle to make a good movie is what makes it good whereas prometheus is they made the exact thing that they wanted to make and it's too long 
and confusing, and there's just parts of it where you just go, wait, why? Who? Why is he doing this? Who are these people? Also, at the very least, you get to go like, oh, I have the same dog as the evil corporate guy. Aw. <laughs> I'm going to go home and pet my dog. What's the name of the evil company? Uh, Waylon Utani. Waylon but it's, it's But it's a prequel, so it's only Waylon. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. right, 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 right. Um, and also, uh, yeah, Charlize Theron's fucking great in that movie. It's just, like, oh, she is evil, really good. Like, like, upgraded yuppie. Like, you have Burke is, like, low-key yuppie. Sure. She's exec. She's like, a cyber yuppie. Yeah, cyber yuppie. She, the, the, the one, the two things in that movie that, that drove me crazy were with the scene with the hammerpeed, our good friend the hammerpeed, and that the the two guys are like, huh, it doesn't look angry, let's get closer to it. So here's the fucking thing about that, is they try to fucking half-ass explain it, and I have watched that movie, I like it because it's just a watchable movie. Like, sure. If, if I want to put on a movie, I'm not going to put on like a good Stanley Kubrick movie, because I have to pay attention to it. I'm going to put on like a dumbass movie like Prometheus. Oh, totally. I'll put on Goldeneye if I have to do any work. Fucking Goldeneye is fucking awesome, though, also. Goldeneye like, with actually, that said, Goldeneye's the best. Goldeneye's actually pretty fucking actually, good. Actually, you know what, let's go watch Goldeneye. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, show over. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the the fucking thing about that is is it's like a throwaway line, and I didn't pick up on it, and then I was going like, oh, obviously this is the argument somebody made in the editing bay, which is like the guy who's like, oh, come here, baby, is a fucking entomologist. That's his job. It's like his whole job. They got hired. It's like, hey, if you find something weird, I don't know, fucking throw it in a fucking. You got a butterfly net? Yeah. And like they never, but they never explain it. So the only thing you're watching as an audience member is you going like, why the fuck would you touch that? It's got, yeah. it's it's a penis and it has a head of a vagina. Nothing about this is. Yeah, it, don't touch that. You don't I mean, know where it's it's lit. Well, you do know where it's been. It's been in an evil alien tomb that is inhabited yeah. by by robot ghosts. You idiot. You absolute fool. <laughs> and the other guy's a fucking geologist. Or just like, oh no, fuck this. I'm just imagining this editor just lecturing Ridley Scott about all of I'm this. Fucking telling you, Ridley, you can't keep doing this to me. All right, all right. I'm hearing what you're saying. Okay, all right. But next time for the next film. All right. Yeah. All right. I like doing Ridley Scott because he goes, yeah. Right. Like, because I think people are just used to, yes, sir, sir Scott. When you say yes is Ridley Scott, it just sounds like a very well-oiled door hinge. Uh, yeah, he's a Geordie, which is like basically, as my understanding is, is being told by English people, it's the equivalent of Jersey, of okay. New Jersey, of England. So it's like if you're somebody's drunk on a beach, like literally there's a show called Geordie Shore, and that is Ridley Scott's people. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. And it's also just like... Honestly, I think he's like moneyed, so I don't think I think oh, sure. I don't think he was ever at risk of being like I'm drunk. Oh shit, I'm really happy. Oh, I'm drunk all this buck fast. They <laughs> ah. stopped making it out of glass because all those geezers killed themselves. Uh, uh, so we should uh, before we uh, wrap up, we should yeah. say the, the final. The, yeah, yeah. So Alien Coven is like is the movie where I was just like oh, I'm done. <laughs> like, just and like, now you're here yeah check please i was just like i can't do this like i can't in good conscience like prometheus again i think it's enjoyable there's good action scenes it's it's bad but also i don't think it's as bad as as a lot of other movies wasn't duncan jones gonna do one and then um, the alien covenant wound up getting made instead i don't know about that that's not duncan jones someone no it was it was uh, uh it was um, South African yeah. guy. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't think of his name. He was going to do basically uh, Alien, the sequel to Alien Three, or he was going to do right. a, the sequel to Aliens. So he was going to do the thing everybody finally wanted, and it was going to be um, it was going to be old, it was going to be old Hicks and uh, old old uh, Ripley, and they were going to like go have an alien adventure. Oh which yeah, is, which is my I always it's great when it's always like, all right, you like the thing, you go, yes, I do like the thing, but I don't know if it needs a sequel. It's like, okay, okay, but what if? the dude has a beard this time and you're like yeah all right you changed things completely 
I fell for it. Let's do it. Old yep. man Ripley. Oh, yeah. Sometimes a, 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 an actor with the right bit of facial hair. I once told a friend that I was, we were talking about the Coen Brothers version of True Grit. And, oh, so and he was like, as much as I'm excited for Jeff Bridges with an eye patch, I'm more excited for Matt Damon with a mustache. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I can't argue. That's a, that's a fucking perfect And movie. then later, Matt Did Damon without a tongue. Michael Fassbender gets his body back? Yes. Okay. Uh, also, it's it's a type of like terrible thing where it's like, well, you had to watch all of the material leading up to the film. It's like, I'm an alien fan. I'm not going to fucking do that. Also, I like go to the website and it's just like, so can I watch the, sh- the short films you made for this? And they're like, huh? It's just like fucking who is in charge here? Well, I mean, like uh, the shortest way to d- describe it is it, when he was getting his body back, he just looked like that character from Mr. Show that jumped in the vat of acid. And it's just like a weird spaghetti body. I mean, fucking that's a good character. Uh, that's so, a very good character. So like Alien, Co- yeah, it was just like finally like, um, I can't, I can't. I'm just tired <laughs> and I'm old and I'm, I'll be dead someday. And I don't want to spend another minute of my life fighting for Alien Covenant. And I didn't, you know, I have a copy of it, but I didn't buy it. Somebody gave me the digital copy, and I was like, fine. That's how I felt for the last, like, four Weezer albums, but I still buy all of them. It hurts. It really and you does. Know, and it, it hurts you, and you know, and, and you it know hurts what you're them, too, in the long run. Yeah. That's I, how we wound up with their cover of Africa. Uh, I mean, it's a good goof, but then they, I mean, whatever, fine. You know what? Though the Toto version of Hashpipe fucking shreds. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know what? It shreds. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out. But It so shreds. Alien Covenant, my theory about Alien Covenant is is that it was two movies that they put uh, that would have been good, and then they put it into one movie, and it ends up being bad. The first, it basically is they have Prometheus 2, which is they, they go to a necropolis, and then they do the um, the two Davids situation. Okay. Uh, and then the second half is just a straight-ass alien film, and there's an alien on board. and But, like... The movie, that movie engages and indulges in, like, a bunch of dumbass cliches and just, like, really bad, like, freshman year screenwriting. Pro- like, for fuck's sake, that movie quotes, that movie quotes uh, Ozymandias. Like, the one fucking poem, the only poem. People know two things about Percy Shelley. He married, he married the guy who uh, invented science fiction, the woman who invented science fiction. Sure. And then he wrote Ozymandias. That's true. Which, again, the only poem anybody fucking knows from that guy <laughs> is kids that go, "Oh, that's pretty badass." This fucking behold me these works and weep. That's that's and but it's ironic. Probably only know it because of uh, Breaking Bad or Watchmen. Well, like yes, yeah, well, exactly. Like I'm reading fucking Watchmen, it, senior year high school, go, like knowing that this, this poem. It's the perfect year to read Watchmen. Yeah, it absolutely was. Any uh, in, a year later, it would have been garbage. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like. God damn it. I'm still like unlearning things I learned from that comic. It's a great comic, but I'm unlearning problems. Anyways. Same with Dark Knight. Yeah. Year one holds up. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. Year one also, you don't have to go, ugh. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's true. And they, and they don't turn uh, my favorite DC character into a rapist in that one. Yeah. There's a lot less, Frank. Frank Miller hates Oliver Queen, and I can't figure out why. He has him like, he just makes him a straight up rapist in multiple books. I don't know, man. I, Frank, I don't. Again, I'm too old to like wonder about Frank Miller. That's Frank. That's for Frank Miller to engage in. Frank Miller wants to talk about what's wrong with Frank Miller. That's his him and his therapist. One of the strangest back to back. Like, oh, these are two writers I have varying levels of respect for. Uh, at Comic Con one year, I went to Joss Whedon's panel, but to get into Joss Whedon's panel, I got there a couple hours earlier and had to sit through the Frank Miller panel, mm. which I don't think they knew Frank Miller was going to be on because he just sort of like. Sauntered, sauntered out halfway through was wearing what looked like a like rice paddy hat 
And whenever someone cool. would ask him a question, you could see the like Mac color wheel just spinning as he just stared forward. And his answer was always no. <laughs> or I don't know. And he was missing at least two teeth. It was, uh, it, was, it was legitimately kind of sad, uh, but also like, oh, right, person. you're bonkers. I met worked at DC, and he was very nice, and he signed a bunch of books for us. Aww. Oh, I mean, I'm sure I he's... Think, apparently that he, was like two years ago. I'm sure he's I, a nice guy. I think, well, apparently with Frank Miller, is apparently he did have a bunch of health issues. That he ex- did. Yeah, which I think explained like, so why were you so fucked up for a while? Like, no, he doesn't explain everything. But it's like, so why were you like really fucked up for a while there? Like, And he's like, and it's like, oh, you were in a actual bad space. Like, yeah. Yeah. okay. Because I, I, remember, I even remember a couple of years ago, like... Doesn't explain the 80s. No. <laughs> I feel like it was maybe a year, maybe two years ago, where, like, it seemed like Frank Miller was just gonna die. Like, it was one of those couple days on Twitter where all you were hearing was, like, man, Frank Miller, for all of his problems, like, his work meant a lot to me, and... What happened? Well, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and so, sorry, just to, just to just guide gently back to Alien Covenant, which is, like, like the problematic fanhood thing. It's just, like... Sure. Me, or not even that necessarily. It's just like it was the the final straw, and just me kind of being at peace with myself of just like okay, like yeah. I'm free now actually, and I and I rewatched that movie, and it's like knowing that it's bad, like it's still pretty in, an enjoyable action movie. Like there's a lot sure. of cool things in there, but again, it's it's just like does Danny McBride work in it? Yeah, he plays Danny McBride. It's like basically you think about the type of guy who's gonna like drive a truck in space. Well, it's fucking Kenny Powers. Like, it's going to be a guy, and, like, the thing is, he's funny, he's legitimately funny, and he's sure. affable, and, like, like a lot, like, the is Paul he just Thomas- doing Kenny Powers jokes? No, 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 he's he's a human being, and sure. it's, like, but, you, again, you look at, like, uh, a lot of good films, like, Paul Thomas Anderson, he casts a lot of comedians. Sure. Because, like, they can fucking act. Like, they yeah. can, like, like, the informant was all comedians. Yeah. Which is a weird movie. Uh, yeah, but I gotta watch that movie. It's got a, it's it's got a good list. soundtrack. It's, it's a Marvin Hamlish jam, Ooh. which is... Ooh. Which is weird in 2008, yeah, hey, but... Whatever works. Um, but yeah, and anyways, you, you get to the end of that movie. Also, the second fucking cliche in that movie is there's like a fucking murder in a shower. <laughs> and like, I, okay, so the other thing about that is the first movie, like here's like your perfect like button, is the first movie, you have concise characters, you have a concise premise, you know what everything is, and then everything kind of spools out from there. Mm-hmm. Alien Covenant like wants to be a mystery movie, and you don't know what the fuck is actually going on, so you're just like, like you're like, I don't understand what the mystery I'm supposed to be solving is. <laughs> okay, so yeah, like every, so all the characters are married. Yeah. Okay. I just read the plot. So all the characters, and you're like, okay, this is a premise, but also like, I don't know who the fuck is married to who, and like I, it, like, so it's, it's Bob and Carol and Ted and Alien. Yeah, and it's like cool because it's like a, it's it's yeah, it's just like <laughs> who like like she's like so did my wife die and you're like uh no she's okay so just tell her she's fine she didn't die and you're like oh wait no fuck she 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 she's the one who like walked out when she was on fire she caught fire and was in the explosion and then like perished. Wow. Yeah, there's some there's some fucked up kills in that movie. I gotta <laughs> say, I think like most people in that die. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like. Also, then, okay, sorry, spoiler alert, uh, here's a fucking, here's my one, like, nerd problem with this movie, I feel like it doesn't help make sense, it's like, basically, there's the two androids, one is, like, the old model android, and the other is the new model android. They're both fastbenders, They're both fastbenders, they're both okay. fastbender. they look fastbenders. the same. Yeah, which is neat, it's like, actually, there's legitimately good scenes in that, and you're watching going, like, oh, you accidentally made a good movie, and you, like, you clearly watched Blade Runner again. Yeah. Like, yeah. and when, 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 like, the whole intro of the introduction of that film is a scene from Blade Runner. Like, that makes sense. like verbatim like legitimate like it th- that's what they wrote it for clearly and uh 
Like the fucking these two androids get into an android fight, and you're just watching, it going like, my old phone from five years ago can't even fucking like I can't turn it on without it dying. So you're telling me I don't even have the right size charger anymore. Yeah. So you're telling me that in the future, where things are advancing even faster, you have an alien or you have a, you have an android that is ten years newer and has not been had his head ripped off by a giant, and has not had been ref, been a factory refurbish. The war with your warranty void is going to fucking beat this dude in a fight. Like, and, and then the whole fucking end of the movie is just like, oh, so we'll go to the, we'll go to the cabin that we talked about at the beginning of the film, won't we? And it's just like, will we? And then the movie just kind of ends and you're just like, oh man, fuck you. Like, so they tried to pull the ending of the graduate. No, no, it's that it's that it's the other Android. Oh, I see. Gotcha. No. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's very melancholy. Oh, it's, it's good. Okay, it's good it. Android and bad Android because Obviously, in the future, they can also robots can also have you know. Oh right, right deceit right. and and go above their primary directives gotcha. and yeah and and make conscience decisions. Yeah, and so it's it's just like this, and it's actually it's one type of thing. It's like I like a good fucked up movie. I like a good like oh man, this is really screwed up. This is dark. Again, I love Cormac McCarthy, uh, and it's it's a it's the type of ending where I'm watching and going like you legitimately just are being a dick. You're like Ugh. you just fucking did that. Like Why, you ju- what is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, it was just like I was like. I like disappointed and kind of hurt that it was just like, oh, so this whole movie was kind of pointless, and the whole so, like leading up to this was just to fuck with the main character, and it was just like, and it didn't make sense. Like it didn't make sense. Again, in Alien, Aliens, all these people get killed, people you like, and it makes sense. And this one, it was just like, oh, it's just like a gimmick. And that the fucking end of that actual movie should have just fucking been her running from an android. It should have the, the twist should have been like, oh, as it turns out, man is the real alien. But anyways, Android. Uh, really, Scott's not paying me to write fanfic for Aliens, so I'm not going to do <laughs> That's that. That's true. But it's and also that was the other thing. I was just like, what would I do? And I just pause and go, I'm going to spend the rest of my day doing anything else but thinking about <laughs> Alien Covenant, which is now I have broken that and you've done broken this the seal. For you've done it six hours. So the last the last thing to talk about is the final canonical entry in the Alien franchise. Which is the scene from the great movie ride oh. at Disney's Hollywood Studios? It's getting ripped down now. May it may it rest in peace. Yeah. It's all it's already halfway towards being Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, it's it's at Hollywood it just- Studios. It used to be called MGM, which is why I called it. It's the great movie ride. And you go through famous scenes from different movies, and one of them is you're in the hallway, and the alien comes down out of the ceiling at you. And you, it, dr- you dr- there used it. to be a uh, Back to the Future style aliens. Ride really? Where it was in f- five locations. I think one of them on the West Coast. Like like two of them are in Japan. I feel like or oh, were. I want you to know that you've just doomed me to watching him watch videos of this on YouTube all night now. You have, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, just because we all engaged in the Terminator 3D of going like, what was that actually about? Um, at, at our theme park in North Carolina, we had James Bond license to thrill. Uh, yeah. Was it the? Thing that's now the stitch thing wasn't that an alien ride at Walt Disney World? It, it, that was that was the extra terrestrial alien encounter, but it wasn't it wasn't that alien. But now that Disney is going to own Fox, the we plan can is finally have the Fantastic Four fight alien. That is, you're not wrong. They they know that that's a big revenue stream, Ugh. and they're going to start using it. Which like fuck, I hate everything. Yeah, that's fair. Capitalism's the worst. And on that note, uh, uh, thank you so much for coming and talking with us about Alien. Yes, no, thank yeah. you for indulging me. I, I, no, it's cool. Uh, long time you. in the hot box. I, thank you, yeah. and I am so sorry. I didn't even talk about the fact that there was a 1990s television show pilot for Aliens that was a cartoon. 
Whoa! So that was my. That's He's my, gonna go look that up. Is John. that you is, can't? You like you can't find that? There's like screens. Oh, believe me. Well, you know what? If you find it, you fucking send it to me. Now, it, now, it, would you say this is of a quality level with like Gilligan's Planet? Uh, it looked like it was. Uh, I mean, it was like early '90s animation, so like it looked like Exo Squad. Honestly, sure. is what it looks like. Uh, and I didn't even talk about AVP, AVP. Thank God. So thank you for saving me from that. True, because <laughs> it's just me going, "What the fuck?" Or Alien Colonial Marines. Yeah, the game. Oh, that was yeah, a game. Uh, the comic books, uh, or just the last beat. I'll say besides the fact that there was a cartoon, is those fucking Kenner toys are still dope as fuck. Those are pretty cool. They're the best. Did they ever make an Alien game that was just Contra? Uh shit. Cuz that uh, seems like that No, would be but there is a I believe Konami made it. There is a side-scrolling beat 'em up. Oh. With an unlicensed Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, which is pretty good. Hell yeah. Yeah, bootleg Arnie. Yeah. Yeah. I can't talk about the comics anyway. I know people who worked on them. That's true. Uh so if people wanted to so, find more James Kisslingbury content uh on the internet, how could they do how could they do that? Uh we well, can find me on Twitter at @kisslingtwits. Uh it's which um, I'm not going to spell it because that's funnier. Uh, and I suppose I'm also on Instagram, which my Instagram is, is dumb as hell, which is it's Kissling What's It. Okay. Uh, or I should say Kissling What's It. And then also, again, I have my two podcasts, which is my news show, uh, World's Mess, which you can just find on podcatchers everywhere. Uh, type in World's Mess Show. Because, okay. again, the X song is awesome and you should listen to it. Um, but also, uh, Xena really Sir- just screws your SEO. Yeah, Exina Cervenka's yeah. doing fine. Well, she's not, but she's. <laughs> I need that. I need help more than her. Well, that's not true either. And but the, the, that show drops on. That show is uh, does not have a consistent release schedule, but it's it's about it's once to twice a week. Okay. Uh, and then of course my last show is a movie program. So if you want to hear more things like this, um, which we did do in Alien Resurrection, the Alien Three episode, uh, if you really hate yourself, um, <laughs> but it's called the Quality Interruption, which again it's just on podcasters everywhere. So go ahead and check that out if you feel like it. That cool, would be. Cool. Cool. Or just download them and don't listen. It works for me either way. Yeah, like, as long as you hit that, right. that subscribe button, we yeah. good. Just <laughs> smash, that, smash that like button, baby. Come on, fam. Oh um, I can be found across the great white internet uh, at Hell Yes Brandon on all of the things. Yeah, you can still find me everywhere at, at Girlodactyl. I still have one more week before I'm just doing shows all the time. Do I remember the names of them? No. Check back next week. But That's I know that I'm going to be doing. For. I'm going to be doing six shows a week because I'm working two different shows. It's totally fine and not at all underpaid. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, thank you, as always, to Kaylin West and Tiny Stills for the use of our theme song. Starting Over is a lot like giving up. Off the album Falling is like flying. She is still on tour right now with Get Married. Uh, and Sundressed? Maybe for that part of the country. I think right now they're down in like the south. They're making their way south on the eastern seaboard. Yeah, because I know. Uh, but anyway, you can check you can check them out if you feel like going to see some good live music. They are shredding. I've been watching her clips on on Instagram. Uh, they sound really good. James, again, thank you for uh, for for joining us and and sitting in our sitting in our hot box because it's still you know guys we live in California it's still ninety five degrees here so yeah. we're still in that situation where we have to record with the air conditioner I mean, off and it's very warm. Mm-hmm. I, I would pay just like force somebody to sit down like in a corner and like okay let me tell you what the difference is between alien and alien 3 and they both have features and i didn't have to force that you invited me here <laughs> that's <is> true <laughs> that is both charming and frightening that's uh, the thesis of the show yeah, yeah. so uh <laughs> on all that, that note mm-hmm. all that being said podcast over <laughs> don't you don't you wanna know <laughs>